Brothers, it's that time of year, and we are back once again. We have a lot to get into tonight, including WWE Survivor Series War Games preview, as well as the fallout from AEW Full Gear. And brothers, we have a new AEW champion after this. This is for you, Uncle Mike. Let's go! Houston, we have a problem. Yes! Looky, looky. I got peas, greens, tomatoes, potatoes, hams, hams, the wrong. I don't know the words. You name it. <laughs> you know I'll pull it up. I think we can pull it up. Just pull it up. Because, uh, go ahead. Who gives a crap? We don't care, bro. Like, who yeah, cares? They're not true. paying us. They're not paying us money. Only people that's paying us right now is CE. Connected. Yep. <laughs> this is how we start the show. Nobody's even watching at this point anyway. It's always early. We can start these shows. How the heck we want to start them? Thanksgiving, baby. Hey! Happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. What you eat tomorrow? Tell them. This is for the sweet potatoes. Yes, sir. <laughs> you, you gotta have a marshmallow. Right, absolutely. Welcome one, welcome all to the Wrestling Round Now podcast. This is surprisingly a Thanksgiving edition. I don't think we intended for this to happen, but hey, here, here we are. I like that we ain't take the night off. <laughs> the you know, the crazy part you. is when, when I was asked, like, are you, going, are you doing a show tonight? I was like, of course we're doing a show. Why would we? And I said, oh, you know what? I guess so. Uh, it is Thanksgiving as of this recording. Or, or I guess when it'll, it'll be. Uh, it will be. It'll be available for the most part if you're not catching it live right now. You know, we kind of we kind of start late. We go early into the morning. So happy Thanksgiving to anybody that may be watching this a little bit earlier. Brothers, are you guys prepared for the holidays? Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, it's here, so I ain't got no choice, right? I mean, hey, listen, man, that's that's how life is sometimes. Don't you hate mm-hmm. that? Right. But but nonetheless, we are here and this is a very traditional time of year for us wrestling fans. It is Survivor Series season, and we yes, all know, sir. if you know Brian H. Waters of the Wrestling Realm, that Survivor Series is a very, 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 very special time for him and his family and his uh, just overall wrestling history. We're going to get into a little bit of that tonight, as well as previewing WWE Survivor Series War Games 2022. This is a slightly different uh, vibe of Survivor Series. This is Triple H's first Survivor Series with him being in charge at the helm, no pun intended, as well as we got to get into, surprisingly so, some AEW content on a positive note. 
Uh, Brian, mm-hmm. Brian H., you attended AEW Full Gear live and in person, and uh, we want to get your thoughts on the show as well as covering the Fallout and AEW's new champion. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, new, new champion. Hmm. Yeah. First of all, I want to say that you guys look rather stunning and handsome in those TRDA shirts. Oh, I mean, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Talk oh, about yeah. it. I mean, it's goodness not... gracious. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's it's almost <laughs> as if it uh the official launch is 11 as in November twenty fifth. 22 on Black Friday at trda.com. Yeah, first we make, 50. We make this look good. My bad. I'm sorry. No, yeah. absolutely. You do. First 50 early release. This is going to be a limited run and pre orders will be available for the signature hat. But, gentlemen, you guys look good. I mean, I had no idea. If I'd have known, I'd have threw something on a little bit more, you know, favor to the occasion. But, of course, you guys, you know, always surprised at the brother. I appreciate your love and support. But, ladies and gentlemen, trdabrand.com will be up and running officially after all this. Can you guys believe it after all these years? Like I've it's fine. Waiting. It's finally here. Oh, I've been waiting too, brother. But uh, it's we been are like definitely... thirty-seven years, bro. Bro, it feels like it. Goodness gracious, it's been like an eternity. <laughs> but you know what? I like I say, you know, God's timing is always the best timing. So yes, sir. This is this is where we are, and uh, this is where we are tonight. So, gentlemen, how are you guys feeling tonight? What's going on, brother Hugh? How you feeling, sir? I'm froggy, as always. So I know you're gonna leave. See that? That's the layer. Mm-hmm. See what you think? That's the brotherhood. That was brotherhood. Like, if, you don't, if you don't understand the brotherhood, we've been throwing oops to each other for a long time. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian H. This is a sentimental Man. time for you, brother. Yeah. You doing uh, all right? Yeah. I'm I'm okay. I, at first, okay. I wasn't sure how I was gonna be feeling. Um, I'm I'm looking at. I had turned it off, but I'm gonna put it back on. Survivor Series 2011. Uh, it was the last one I watched with my uncle. Um, shout out to Chris B, who's in the chat. Uh, the biggest Survivor Series fan I know. Hey, we got another um, one. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. That's our favorite. Um, we was actually supposed to do a Survivor Series show, but I think we're going to do it on uh, we'll Bring It Down probably afterwards. So we'll loop this one in. And okay. I, like I just told her this on the air. Uh, <laughs> that, Krista? We'll loop this one in to the older uh, Survivor Series, see where it falls out, because she'll be there um, in Boston. But uh, yeah, man, uh, it, it's, you know, I tell you this, mm-hmm. yeah. it's right now because I got Survivor Series on the TV and I smell the food cooking. So uh, it's going to be a good time. Uh, I'm ready tonight. Like I said, I got my, my TRDA brand shirt. Last time, you know, last I only wore the shirt one time. Okay. At Wale sure. Mania. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that was WrestleMania weekend. I remember. Yeah, about that. Now we're in Survivor Series. Uh, I but, say, I, I, me too. I wore it one time in Mexico. Yes. Hey, hey, photos, hey, right, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, brother, how did you like it when it came in the mail? Was the presentation professional? Oh, yeah, yeah. I meant to tell you. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Good. Okay. Bad car. It was the whole get up. Yeah. Yeah. It was on point. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Go ahead, Brian. So, this, I was going to say, yeah, this, 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 um, this Friday, y'all can get y'all's. Make sure y'all get them. Support the brother. Limited release. The first Dwayne, 50 early release before the restock. First See, 50 it. early release. It's going to be a limited release. Trust me. Being the first 50. Absolutely. Uh, the quality is good. I wish you know. I, I wish I could show people the tag. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if they can see it, but you see, I can see tag. it. <laughs> like, it. like you yeah, know, it's not. It's, it's, we couldn't really see it. Hmm. Huh? See, that's see? that's where the that's where you might eat. <laughs> well, you, you show know. yours that that pause. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, but. Uh, <laughs> That was a good sound effects. I'm glad. Usually we like we don't have our sound effects on deck, but, but, there it but, is. No, but yeah, the thing is, like uh, you know, definitely y'all check it out. Um 
it's good quality. I've been, you know, sitting there in the passenger seat on early episodes of the wrestling round. Like, man, I want one of those. You know, uh, remember the green one? Yeah, that was. Remember now that was the uh, that was the first sample. Yeah, that joint yeah. was lit. I like that, that was, one. I don't remember what happened to half of those. You like, you wore that in season one. If they go in the archives of season oh, one, they can yeah, see. Yeah, I did. I did. That's what I when mean, I was counting the episodes. Yeah, I came across. I was like, wow, like yo, <laughs> to see the shirt in the colors because it, it took me back to college. No, you yeah, know? that's dope. No, and you know, crazy part is I've been wearing a hat almost every season. Yes, <laughs> I think season maybe since we came back, like season four and up, mm-hmm. it's been on in almost every episode dang near outside of uh, you know the few that we did but um but like i said uh so, so survivor series thanksgiving man this is can't you just like i'm i'm inhaling the, the, the fumes of food in the atmosphere man and mm-hmm. it's just like it's something about survivor series this time of year that means a lot to us wrestling fans for uh, a number of different reasons right and we mm-hmm. all have those different reasons and uh, uh we have our attachments to them we have our family attachments to them we have our favorites and um I think this is one of those years where Survivor Series will feel so. It's always been this argument for those mm-hmm. in the uh, internet wrestling community about Survivor Series not having the same feeling to it. Uh, you yeah. know, it was when you listen to the history of Survivor Series and where it started and where it came from and the whole point of it all, we feel like somehow down the line they got lost in translation. But with Triple H at the helm now, uh, he's, a, he's a wrestling historian and he mm-hmm. appreciates uh those moments that that mean so much to uh, us fans so it's it's fun and i'm looking forward to diving into today's in today's uh show as we kind of cover survivor series going forward as far as war games implementing uh one of one of nxt's revivals of a gimmick match that we had that you know that was made famous in wcw but you know we saw nxt adopted years ago with their own version of it and we get to see that on the main roster so it's like mm-hmm. NXT, nxt takeover survivor series yeah, uh, and one of the things that would be interesting is um, uh, yeah, <laughs> shout out, look, shout out to Krista. She just texted. <laughs> Krista just texted me. Said she was watching the same one, 2011. Uh, it's funny because right now <laughs> The Rock just came on, and uh, yeah, I, I, that was like the whole reason. Like I remember for this match is the reason why I watched it with Uncle Mike, which just would be our last pay per view. Um, mm-hmm. and I was glad. I was like, Yo, Uncle Mike. I'm, I'm coming over. I'm watch. Let's watch Survivor Series together. You know, prior to that, it was um, ironically another night. CM Punk won the championship. Was Money in the Bank 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, woo, yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing is though, take, take your time, brother. It's gonna be one of those. Don't shows. Tell me that. Hey, take your time, man. Listen, man. Take your time. Listen, man. The cr- I'm I'm just happy that uh, while Brian is, you know, has to take a moment or two. Uh, this is this is what makes us us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These moments are very real to us. It's not just something mm-hmm. we just do. This is something we lived, we breathed, that we feel and we felt. And also, I'm just happy that Krista B is actually hanging out with us because she don't got to get up first thing in the morning. <laughs> right. To work. So it's a pleasure. Right. To have and, like, and hey, Queen PR look like, like uh, yeah. So we oh, got so we got we got to go for the building. All right, there we go. See, I didn't uh, even look over. There it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. But um, Uncle Raj <laughs> in the building. Hey, Raj, we thank you for that one. Tell the people hit the button, yeah, and subscribe yeah, to the on, channel. Yeah, there you go. You get a you get a camera yeah. on the show, and, now, um, brother. Hold on, and oh, then you, you oh know what? So, little birdie told me that a few people—not mm-hmm. one, not two—but you know, a few people uh, use that SeatGeek code. Shout out to Justin Rich just Justin came Rich in the, in the building. building. What's up, brother? Yeah, so it's a party tonight. You know, y'all getting ready for sponsors. Y'all ain't gotta go to work tomorrow, so y'all hanging out right here. Uh, so yeah, we definitely gonna have fun. But yeah, twenty dollars off your purchase. Um, <laughs> she said, "Listen, tag us in if you want." 
Uh, I'll let the producer decide. But Ooh, uh, say the word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, $20 off your purchase uh, for SeatGeek. Use the code Wrestling Realm. Um, but yeah, shout out to uh, Justin. Shout out to Matt. Uh, always, like I said, Matt, man, we go back since the early ROH days, back when Kevin Steen and, and, and El Generico, and you know, obviously, oh, wow. Generico was like, had just, Generico had like just came back. And the reason why I said that, mm-hmm. because we're going to talk about them two being on opposite sides later on mm-hmm. and then um you know you think about like just adam cole and all those people but we was there with matt in the trenches at the do burns arena right, right here in baltimore so it's always good to have a family uh, i hope i ain't miss nobody um yeah I'm, but like I'm i said sure shout they'll, to- they'll, they'll keep coming in as as the night progresses we're mm-hmm. starting to be everybody's favorite late night talk show you ever noticed that <laughs> yeah right? if you're up late and you got nothing else going on you want to hear a bunch of guys talk a bunch of craziness Welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. And then when Brother Hugh get out of line, <laughs> he's got sound effects for you today. I know. I see. He came prepared. I'm proud hey. of you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> me? <go>. Proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but like Matt said, man, I hope The Rock returns at the Rumble. Set it up. Set um, it up. It, listen to me. With Triple H in charge now, I don't, there, there's no denying what the potential is. We have a lot. We have a lot of, um, you know, uh, uh, we have a lot of, um, the, we have a lot of returns. I'm sorry, like stumbling on my words. We have a lot of returns as of recently. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, what's going to be left for the Rumble? But I can only imagine what Triple H has up his sleeve at the end of the day. And I'm looking forward to it, man. But um, let's, let's get into some AEW, uh, the, the fallout from aew full gear somebody somebody uh tweet keeks and tell her that we're on the show now talking about aw on a positive <coughs> note mm-hmm. so it's so on the record as she knows we are speaking about aw in a positive light as of right now oh, right real Dwayne allen just called you out yeah let her know and told you katoon in <laughs> she she's back on twitter, mm-hmm. out of twitter well, i was just about to ask she's she's out of twitter jail and we're about to speak positively about um aw so if she's not busy please enter the chat so there's once again more proof that we are speaking positively once again on the record you hear you hear me keep saying positively right mm-hmm. about aw on the show yeah buddy um brian h aew mm-hmm. full gear uh, yes sir I, I i know we saw it from the television you mm-hmm. saw it live and in person give yeah. us your first give us your impressions of being there first of all let me say this on the record first positive thing about aw Ding. Like we have special effects that we'll put there. A- if you've never been to a, uh, an AW show live, you don't know what it's like to be around like wrestling fans, right? Mm-hmm. Because a- there's never, to, to, to my knowledge, there's never not a show, a big show that AW puts on live that's not a hot show. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about a fan experience as a professional wrestling fan. AW doesn't really, they always have. Don't get me wrong. If there's one thing they got right, is mm-hmm. they, always, they know how to put on a live show, which is almost kind of almost half the battle. They just struggle with the other fifty percent a lot of the time. But with that being said, Brian H, what, what was your first initial impressions of uh, AW uh, Full Gear? Man, uh, really, hey, really. Are, are you guys? Do you hear anything in my background? Like, do we, you don't know, TV is nothing to you. I mean, do you hear mine? Because that's probably what I hear. No, mine. no, no. Yeah. Yours, yours is fine. I'm trying to make okay. sure mine is mine. Is yeah. Mine. But um, yeah, it was a great show. I okay. enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was well paced. Uh, like one of the things, like. Um, shout out to CN Doll because we 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 had a difference of opinion. She felt Jade and Nyla should have been longer, rightfully so. I understand where she was coming from because of the buildup, but I th- was looking at just honestly like the type of wrestlers both of them are. I thought it was the perfect timing. Uh, the, the thing the I mean, bell had to ring. 
Absolutely. Yeah, and, and we're not know, cutting nobody no slack just because. In all intents and purposes, they beat the smack out of each other the way they should have. Okay. Um, but the thing that I really enjoyed was really, mm-hmm. I mean, in all honesty, uh, I'm I'm, I'm gonna start because I'm, I got a hot a, a different take at the end. So okay. um, MJF winning the championship, I mm-hmm. I didn't need a five star match. I just needed the moment, and that's exactly what I got for sure. them too. I love Regal doing what he did and then the fallout that would come on dynamite but mm-hmm. i just I, I thought it was time you know mj it was time to put the belt on him uh his mother who was actually a section over from us and mm-hmm. it was funny because you knew like because she had to sign and you know and people was like definitely reacting but you know uh brother hugh and i definitely saw uh mjf doing his rise uh in the wrestling world at mm-hmm. czw and during that time he was only like you know, he had uh man, what's that girl's name? Maria Manic, who's no longer on Twitter. Uh, but you know, she was like his valet, and he was just like kind of yeah. like that disrespectful heel. But you knew he got it because he right. knew how to like he stayed a heel no matter where he was until mm-hmm. he was in that the uh curtain room. Shout out to Blake. Uh mm-hmm. that was the fun room, by the way. Um yeah. but yeah, you know, seeing him and uh I I loved what Regal did because yeah, I don't trust William Regal. Regal's always a better heel. Uh, it was cool to see Brian Danielson in person again. Uh, you know, you had Jericho, him, Claudio, Sammy Guevara. I figured Jericho was going to win just because. But a moment was being there for Soraya's return match to see her, to understand, like, everything that she went through to get back. And it was kind of like, to me, I felt like she was the last one, right? You look okay. at Daniel Bryan, well, I should say Edge and Daniel Bryan. They came back after career-ending injuries. But mm-hmm. to see Soraya be able to do that, it was like, yes, finally. And this yeah. is why I say, you know, trust the medicine. Trust the development in the medicine. Mm-hmm. And so it was great to see her. I wasn't looking. I wasn't going to be out there rating the match because I was just happy that's she was not, back. That's not what it was for, right? Bingo. And I, and I yeah. thought Britt Baker was the perfect person for her you look at Britt no matter which way people may feel she was one of the faces of AEW so that's who you put in that match um you know would uh, you say she's the biggest most record well she's the biggest women star from AEW or homegrown star that oh absolutely okay yeah uh definitely you know um and then you know the acclaim and swerving our glory first of all the acclaim is over it's a difference when you see all that in person and you hear the fans, especially they was, you know, kind of close to home. But to see Keith Lee, you know, kind of leave Strickland behind, uh, I like that. I like the way they did it. It doesn't have to be necessarily a beat down heel turn, but just or a break up, just do it the way they did. But I'm gonna tell y'all, I'm gonna tell y'all, and the only way you've heard this take is if you're subscribed to our Patreon, which you can mm-hmm. subscribe to for just a dollar. I did my thoughts. There was a person in AEW that I could not stand. And every time I heard his music, I would turn off. And every time I would be a Jimmy Seafood and his music would play, I would walk out and go in the deck. Mm-hmm. But I, ladies and gentlemen, I have turned the corner on Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Oh, come on. I've turned the corner. <laughs> now, do I think now. he's going to be a star? Uh, no. Do I think he was like a champion? <laughs> no. But what I saw, what made me turn the corner was his presser because... Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out, time out. Did you say his presser? His presser. His, his post-game, post-match presser. Why? What? Okay, help me understand, Brian H. Why do you feel like... Because he, here's what's throwing me out. Why wasn't it 
the first thing you said, his wrestling match. Man, that match was the one thing that made you say, you know what, this kid has something. You're like, y'all just press it. Help me understand. Because it was never his wrestling for me that was boring. Like it was the okay. the, the the whole gimmick, the personality. Sure. It was the wrestling was like, okay, he's there, he's cool, whatever, whatever. He's another person who wrestling. But <laughs> I know you was gonna say Jungle Boy. Yeah, Jungle we had this Boy, conversation. Jack, Jack Jungle Boy Perry. It was that right there. Seeing that you might start to, he said, you know, the Jungle Boy name may start to fall off, may start to drop. And mm-hmm. be a Jack Perry, be a more serious character. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, and, and then, like, when he started talking, I understood, oh, okay, he was trying to keep his family lineage private. And then he said, but Christian brought it out. And, sure. you, you know, and then hearing, like, how he talked about, like, kind of has unfinished business with Christian. Like, I'm starting to see a more serious person. Not this person. Oh, oh, no. Like, now, so I'm not going to say I'm a fan. What I'm saying is, that mm-hmm. I'm not going to be such a, I'm not a hater no more. No, nah, that's just okay. <laughs> Look, brother, he's not buying it. He's at, uh, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's not, he's not buying it. Brother, he, what's, what's your take on, uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry right now, real quick before we move on? Oh I'm my good. gosh, Mason Ryan on TV. I need to find <laughs> You don't get, you literally laughed in your drink. Like, does that coffee drink coffee right now? <laughs> yeah. Like, you saw, that's bad. You saw a wrestler laughed in your coffee. I'm sorry, go ahead, brother. That's, that, that is wild, right? That's wild, ain't it? Baby Batista, mm-hmm. bro, he looks. Ain't no like turning on him. Man. I'm never, never going to turn and be like, "Oh, I like Batista now." I like Dave oh, no. Batista as a human being, whatever. But the character, no, sure, Mm-mm. unless the Deacon Batista. No, that was worse. <laughs> yeah, it was worse. <laughs> it was, it was worse. worse. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm. I was never really a big fan of his, but uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe he'll grow on me. I don't know. I just gotta keep watching him, see what's mm-hmm. going on with the new the evolution of his gimmick. Now that there you go. Uh, that's, a, that's an open mind. Now, mm-hmm. since he's uh, separated from uh, what's the other dude, Jurassic Park, T Rex. <laughs> yes, <name>. exactly. <laughs> you call him T Rex. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. You know, I ain't gonna be okay, that that was pretty negative. Cool to see. The that's fair. You said what? Up, Brian? The, silence. The, 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 the dive off the silence. His wow. uh. His death-defying dive. Mm-hmm. Listen, cool it, it, if there's one thing I'll say that there's n- there's no denying the talent that he has, and it's no denying that yeah. anybody that AW has signed isn't deserving to be there as far as their in-rank work. But I think it's just <clears> that when we look at, come on, cut him a break. What do you have against Flying Brian Pillman Jr.? Because <laughs> uh, they brought him up too, so he should still be in MLW. I think he would kill it in NXT. Uh, That's what he needs. Asian, Triple H juice. NXT. HBK. No, Shawn Michaels. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we call it we call it NXT 2.0. We call it NXT HBK now. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's what I, that's is my nickname for it. So, but um, no, no. I listen. So there, there's no there's no disrespecting his in ring talent. We all know that. But it, it goes back to what Brother Hugh said. We're just trying to figure out. Like, okay, I, I will say this: AEW has made him a household name, and mm-hmm. he does have a following. And you know, only time will tell the levels that we'll see. You know, uh, Jack Perry, aka the Jungle Boy kind of get to in regards to his evolution in exactly, aw and where he goes from there but um moving forward i want to get oh, did we take... shout out d oh my bad d if Brett, shout we, you out. we shout you out we gotta shout <laughs> my man d can't leave my man d out the conversation man yeah no. see and so, then he said the same thing old jungle boy jack finally showing some personality at the presser okay seven <laughs> down there it is d you had to tell him what it was man but yeah, um man. shout, shout out to d brother, I, I, I saw him uh, Lost the last Friday, 
Oh yeah, down in College Park. Yeah, so we saw y'all be Saint hitting Francis. the circuit, man. Yeah, we saw St. Francis take that L. I'm sorry, oh. man. Hey, look, like, you act like I played. <laughs> nah, I mean, that, hey, that's the squad, bro. But hey, look, man, they got they got they got embarrassed at home. It is what they, it is. They season, did season they over did. with, but they, they had a good season. Only, they did. Only, only loss on the season went nine and one. So you know, eight eight and one on the season. So. Oh wow! Not bad at all. It was not, dead. Not, the other team was a great team, though, man. Yeah, yeah. Before, I, I, yeah. IMG wasn't a, wasn't wasn't. They didn't come to play any games, but um, I wanted to, I wanted to get you guys uh take this is this is the most uh the match I was looking forward to the most mm-hmm. um throughout the night was the TNT championship between my boys, uh Warlow Samoa Joe and uh Powerhouse Hobbs. I'm not the biggest Powerhouse Hobbs fan, um. You know, you know, I'm always everybody knows me. I'm hard on the black wrestlers, is because you know there's there's an expectation that's there, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, I I don't think he did bad in this match though. I think he he needed. This is the most balanced match I've seen in a long time. AEW did right. Mm-hmm. You have a guy you're trying to create, trying to bring up, which is in Powerhouse Hobbs. You have a guy that's kind of up next in like Warlow, but then you have your grizzled your grizzled vet in the Samoa Joe, and I'm just happy that Samoa Joe is healthy enough and hasn't gotten injured yet. Um. You know, in AW to see him have a legitimate run as of right now, but um, Wardlow did some showing off. He he seemed to channel his inner Jeff Hardy, Brian H. Mm-hmm. How, how, what was your reaction to that live and in person to see him, uh, kind of do the things that he was able to do? What first of all, Wardlow's. I've, if there's anything positive about AW, I've always said was Wardlow. I was like, Wardlow. oh no, nah, he's it. Yeah. Even even when he was age, uh, MJF's his um his heater his muscle. Mm-hmm. His um, you know, his guy's personal security. I was like, this dude's got it. He's got his. Uh, he's got the look. Mm-hmm. He's got the size. I'm like, man, he's up next. And if there's anybody you want to pull the trigger on, you know, it's definitely him. So this uh, was to... my um chicken nugget break match. Oh no, I-, I saw most of it, but it was like you know, I was like watching, but like looking in. Uh... <laughs> Talk, talk to me. Okay, come on, come on. Break this down. This is what you do, Brian. Just, you break things down. Go ahead. Because I, I think because I'm gonna tell you why. why. Go ahead. Oh wait. I thought. I just thought. I thought that what you call house Hobbs isn't that good. I agree with you. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I thought I was like, okay. Warlow's gonna win. Let me go get some food. Uh, but when I came back, so I missed a lot of spots in it. But I will say the crowd was definitely into it. How? I, I'm wondering. This is what AEW does a good job of somehow. Okay. But it, it's also the hardcore wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. Definitely, they was on the whole night, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm like, if I'd have been watching this at home, I probably would have been like, all right, I'm about to fall asleep. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. But you know, I was able to kind of like stay up for sure uh, but yeah. throughout the whole night. And and uh, I gotta give a shout out to my colleague at the Ringer, brother Cal, of brother the Black Wrestling Podcast. If if you get an opportunity to watch a show with him, his mm-hmm. commentary is hilarious because he ain't gonna take it too seriously. He's just going to say what he sees. <laughs> and, and you know, Cal, Cal is hilarious. Now, he's like the kind of the mildest one out of the whole black wrestling family. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to him. He's also a Patreon of the wrestling realm. So shout out to him for that, too. But, um, you know, this match, it was, you know, seeing the finish, I was like, whoa, Joe won. <laughs> so, and I think it caught a lot of people by surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I, I, uh, when, when I saw the match, Brother Hugh, uh, I was shocked to see the finish. Um, yeah. I was shocked. I was like, wait, so they're gonna go with Samoa Joe? You know, you, you, I in my mind, he wanted to kind of drop it again. That's my vibes that I'm getting from it. Cause you know, you don't want to have Warlow lose clean too much. 
But you know, having him lose isn't a bad thing because you put him right in line for that world title match, like Wardlow versus MJF. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what type of match you're gonna put on, but it's gonna it's definitely there's history there. Bingo. And, I, and this is what AEW has uh missed in the past was having some sort of history, something they can play off of and use as a means or regards to say, Hey, we remember this now, we're gonna revisit it, and I think we're gonna have that again, but that's just speculation. But I was shocked. As happy I was, if I was see, to see Joe win, I was kind of shocked, like you said. But uh, Hugh, what did you think about? Do you think it was the right move having Samoa Joe kind of go over on on two young guys, or do you know? Do you think Absolutely. it's just the beginning Absolutely. of something bigger? Talk to me. Absolutely, because first of all, is is good to see. <laughs> you said you already said okay. Because first of all, that's, that's like <laughs> no, it's gonna be good. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> now, first of all, nobody cares about Biggie Junior. <laughs> <laughs> He stinks. <laughs> uh, second of all, Joe, he's he's here. He's he's healthy, which is great. <laughs> this is getting worse. Like he, he's healthy. Like that's this what is we why Bradis went and got chicken nuggets. <laughs> I told you. We need a healthy Joe. Yes. And do. it's it's good that they made him go over because everybody I feel like was expecting Wardlow to go over. Okay. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And honestly, Wardlow doesn't need to. He doesn't need the belt right now because that title run was a dud. He's got no, he had no match. He had no legitimate. I mean, you know, the crazy what? part is, you know, the crazy part is his best match for that title was against like Jay Lethal. <laughs> and those were right. cross matches. They had good chemistry in the ring, but I was like, dude, there's no, f- it, he had no legitimate contender. So I agree. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And and he, he showed us before that he can go. Like you said, he's a big dude. He kind of reminds me of, uh, he has a body type of uh, my man, uh, Wrath. Remember Wrath? Oh uh, boy, that was yeah, your man. Yeah, that that was my uh, man. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. He reminds me of him, but he moves like a cruiserweight at times. And I'm just like, whoa. I can't remember what match it was. I think he had just broke away from uh MJF and he came out and he started throwing all types of flips and high flying dives and just moving around the ring. I'm like, hold on, I ain't no warlord was like that. Yeah, so that's when I became a fan. But it gives him a chance to showcase that talent. It no, gives no. him it gives yeah. him a chance to to chase again, mm-hmm. whether whether it's the the, the the um the heavyweight title or even if you want to go back to a feud with Joe, mm-hmm. there's there's a storyline there. He can even mm-hmm. do something with uh Hobbs. Yeah, there's a storyline there. So it's like it it, 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 it it's, either way. Is it me or does it seem like uh, Wardlow had his most uh, intriguing like moments when he was chasing? Oh yeah, you know what I mean. That's that's you yeah. know that's that's kind of the vibe that I got. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but but you know, uh, Wardlow is my guy, young talent. I like to. Uh... He'll be up north soon. Yeah, he'll be. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Do you really believe that though? Because I know he's like a, he's in like he's like an AW hardcore. Like I'm an OG guy. Like yeah, well, I'm gonna be here and I'm gonna make this place better. And he really doesn't need to go up north because it's yeah. like he owns AEW. He can be the but, face but, of that but. company. But but man, it's I know, I know, I know. It's WrestleMania. Know. Like nothing will I ever know. be able to compete with that no. opportunity to be at the big one. <laughs> all right, Keeks is listening now. Perfect. See, she you missed hey. all the nice positive stuff, but there it is. <laughs> she says this is a setup. No, it's not a setup. It's not a setup, <laughs> Keeks. We're shouting you out on the show because I want you to hear all the positive things we were saying about AEW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now keeps us listening. AW bites the bit. It's like no. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's definitely. I hope anybody who get an opportunity go to the show. You know, no. even if if you're a wrestling fan, go to the AW show. You have to experience uh, that live. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, 
those things like just seeing everybody interact uh you know i can tell you one thing when the elite came out them fcm punk chance was loud now, that's i'm glad that was where we did were they, transitioning as you mentioned it go ahead because now how did it how much did y'all hear on tv bro it's loud i'm telling you anytime <laughs> listen to me anytime you watch a aw on tv when it's a hot audience it is loud that's what mm-hmm. i know for like if you ever been to a live wrestling event excuse me <clears throat> The, the the sound from watching on TV is nowhere near like the sound of the arena. Like mm-hmm. when you watch it on TV, like oh that crowd is kind of hot. But like you can go to a, we went to a show in Richmond, and when you're in it, everything sounds really really loud. Yeah, and and when you see it that loud on TV, I'm like man, I know it's definitely in that building right now. And I, it wasn't it was not subtle, it was blatant. You couldn't blur it out, you couldn't block it out. Anything I was just like oh boy. Yeah. This is uh first of all, it's it it was a sign of like the attitude that the elite kind of represents, <laughs> right? And it's like of course everybody's glad to have them back. You know, Tony mm-hmm. had to make a decision, and I think he made the right decision long term. And um, I mean, whew, yeah, that when I heard that, and then I it, it got worse when I heard that uh that it was highlighted on the latest Yo. episode of being the elite. <laughs> I was like, they are petty. Yeah, this is big petty, but this is what they do though. Like, this is the this is the young bucks, and everybody's like, Oh, how, how do they retain their executive vice president? I'm like, who cares? They're like DX and NWO NWO kids, they don't care about any of that kind of stuff. Like, if they're in charge and they make those type they're of decisions, that's what I'm saying. They, they they're self-made men. Um, but yeah, what did you this first of all? Everybody knows how I feel about um once again, I, and I'm I'm glad Keeks is listening. If I say anything positive about AW, uh death triangle with uh pop. And Penta, Pentagon Jr., Penta L Zero, whatever he is that week, mm-hmm. and then of course Ray Phoenix Jr. Penta's, you see Penta's dropping that weight. He tried to go shirtless. I said, "Oh, okay, he's dropping the poundage." Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> the, poundage. the poundage. As much as <laughs> as much as I would love to see those guys feud each other, like have a yeah. triple threat match, they're just that good together as well in Death mm-hmm. Triangle. They're that talented, and they have great mm-hmm. chemistry in the ring. But um. I think there was no better feud for them to kind of return to than with the Death Triangle. But Brian H., I know what I saw. Brother, you know what you saw. Brian H., how did it come across uh, live and in person versus how it may have come across um, on TV? Were you still out getting chicken nuggets? No, no, I was, I was there for that. I had okay. to be in there for that one. Um, now, 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 tell me, why, why did you have to be in there for that one? What, what was I'm, your reasoning behind? I know what you. Try, I know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> I'm gonna let you do it because there's nothing like watching a young bucks match in person. <laughs> All right, so you just, I, I, I need I need that on record as many times because there was a day. That's <laughs> we. There was a day almost 10, 11 years ago where you were like, "Look at these spot monkeys! I don't know what they're doing." And then the crowd is going nuts. You're like, "Dang, I hate the fact these guys are good." <laughs> Every time Brian Sanders admit the young bucks are that good, there was a time he did like these guys are disrespectful and. They don't respect the business and what they, they got. They're not shaking people's hands. I'm like, Brian H, I, I'm listening to you, brother, but I don't know for sure. All I know is they about to tear this house down. And it they seems like they did the same thing. They did. That's what, you know, you want to talk about ROH dropping the ball? That's Uh-oh. where they dropped the ball. Um, They once told, you know, on good authority that they was in the <laughs> locker room <laughs> uh, with TJ Perkins. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even know if we can mention his name on here. But, uh. Well, <laughs> but they was in the locker room and the powers that be at ROH said we don't have nothing for you and what do the young bucks do they go out and create themselves making themselves millionaires uh, I but heard, I heard heard they couldn't pay for that travel they want to pay for them to leave from uh from uh from California to uh mm-hmm. Baltimore every month 
And see now, how dumb was that? Because steak. Right. <laughs> and you look at what they did. So I had to be there for that one. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, incredible match. I I say this. I don't need seven, but then again, who else is fighting for the trios titles? There like, you go. And, 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 and like I was saying to Sandals, I was like, yo, they don't have any trios taxes. She's like, well, they got this one. They, I said, the thing is, none of them, mm-hmm. none of them are on the level of the Young Bucks or Death Triangle. I'm not, don't give me Dante Martin and uh, his brother. Don't give me, um, it was another trios team. But, like, you know, everything else, like, that's why I don't really need trios titles. But that's another story. Uh, I was never I, big fan of trios titles, too, brother. So we're on the same page with that. Yeah, you know, it's just it just doesn't make sense. Like, but this is best of seven series for the sake of I think it's going to be good. And, and, you know, like, I was talking to Justin, and he was saying, like, yo, they're, it's going to get better and better every time. Shout out to TWG fan club crew. Um mm-hmm. It's going to get better and better every time you look at stuff like the bar, uh, how they was created through a best of seven. Um, you know, if, if y'all want to name him who he is and uh, Booker T, they had a best of seven. So I'm looking at that. But to be there for the first one, it would have been nice if it, they would have told us from the beginning. They said it afterwards. But that's, you know, that's just nitpicking, to be honest with you. But, mm-hmm. you know, just seeing them in person. Uh, it was also good to see a healthy Kenny Omega. Like, you know, Omega's been out, um, you know, he's been out and, you know, healing. Then he comes back and then boom, he gets suspended. But mm-hmm. it was great to see, you know, it's probably honestly a blessing in disguise because he probably, you know, healed even more. So, uh, but yeah, it's no doubt that that was definitely like one of the matches of the night. To me, what was that one match? I, I forget which one it was when the Young Bucks had with uh, um, uh, Pentagon or Penta L Zero and Ray Phoenix. Uh, at one the of the cage matches, right? Yeah, the cage match was it? Was yeah, it Fighter Fest? Was it Fighter Fest? Was it? It, it, it just if no. they won't outdo it, you know. I don't. No, think... no, no, not for the, that's that I, was when uh the, the Lucha Brothers won the tag titles. Yeah, I don't think yeah. there'll ever be a better tag team match for those two teams. You know, uh, to me, like that was like just one of the greatest tag matches I've ever seen. But you know, and and, and that's not bad, like you know, because mm-hmm. they still, you know, they still putting on good matches. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought this was good. It, it was definitely the, the crowd was hot for it. Okay, well, listen, okay. and it was earlier in the card too, so that was smart. Well, that's good, you know, because you got to you got to get the crowd up early. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, so so solid AEW uh, match card. Obviously, uh, I guess we can finish with MJF, MJF New World Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you mentioned at the top of the show, uh, brother Hugh. He mentioned that uh, you know he's he not looking for a five star match. I was mm-hmm. leery about this mm-hmm. match. Because I'm not the biggest in-ring uh, fan of MJF, and I'm not the biggest in-ring fan of Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, old Moxie Moxie. And I was like, I wonder how their styles are going to mesh well together. But I think they both understand storytelling enough where that's not even a thing. Because this is what sports entertainment kind of comes into play. As much as people don't like that word and thinks it's dirty compared to professional wrestling. Because <laughs> it's not a dirty word, folks. You know, professional wrestling, sometimes you, you need to inject sports entertainment. That can care. Like, that's that's how you don't have to be good in the ring. But yep. yet, you can get the job done. Um, MJF. Right move, wrong move, bad move. Brother Hugh. New AEW world champion. Goes over on Ambrose. He cuts his famous promo at the, uh, what we call it? We call it a presser. Is that what it's known as, Brian H? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cut, cut, cuts a massive promo. Um 
but a lot is left to be desired. Now, a lot of people are happy. A lot of people think it's the right thing, the right move, as well as well do I believe it's the right move. Um, but I'm curious to say, okay, well, where does it go now? Now you're at the top of the food chain. I know what you're going to get from NJF. You're going to get um, you're going to get delivery. You're going to get uh, storytelling, and you're going to get passion. Is that enough for him to to help AEW move the needle as world champion, brother Hugh? Talk to your boy. As I throw on the Michael Jackson leather jacket, but um, Shimona. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's enough, bro. Like, so you think it's everything? Enough? Everything about this move was was great. Okay, talk to me. I mean, it was overdue. MJF okay. should have been had that belt. I think mm. so too. They should have. I mean, they should have went young early. You you know you know my man is Moxley, mm-hmm. Mr. Reliable. As I as I call that's, him, that's fair. But it's just time. Like after a while, you just get tired of saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. The same three guys up there: Jericho, Moxley, and, and, and Danielson. Like you just mm-hmm. get tired tired of seeing those guys. So put it on your face. Put it on the person that's going to lead you into the future. That's MJF. No, I think you know that. I mean? I, yeah, I, I probably couldn't put it better myself at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey you know? let him do what he do. Yeah, you saw hey, exactly what he did. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You, you saw exactly what he does. He wins it. He gets his pop. He goes back to the back and he does what he does best. He runs his mouth. He, yeah, he, he causes controversy. There you go. And, he's, and he's considered a face right now, I guess. But he still he still has his heelish ways or a tweener. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna call him a tweener. He's definitely an anti-hero. He's definitely got some Stone Cold Steve Austin going on in there. Right, just let him do what he got to do. I, th- I think he comes from the school of the Miz, and it is like it, what you said is absolutely true. You gotta, you don't need him to do what some. You don't need him to do what Jericho did. You don't need him to do what uh, what, what Moxley did. You need him to do what he does, mm-hmm. and that's taking what he does well and putting that at the forefront. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what AEW is going to do. And, and I do think it's long overdue. I think it's a move that should have uh, probably should have happened a long time ago. But it's always better late than never. Uh, they were able mm-hmm. to salvage the uh, situation for what it was. And now MJF is in a situation that he's in where he's a champion. Brian H. Is MJF a needle mover? He's the AW world champion. Now, does this make a difference in the ratings? Does this make a difference in the brand? Does he bring more eyes to the products? Does he put more butts in the seat? Or is he somebody we just kind of wait for him to cut promos and we talk about it on shows like this? Uh, let me run this real quick because Roll just as simple... Wow. I got a bone to pick with AEW. Why in the blue hell is he not on TV immediately after winning the championship? What kind of obligations understand. could he have possibly had? Like, now, I'm sitting there waiting. You know, he just wins the title on Saturday. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. you, you. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I want to hear from William Regal. I want to hear what he got to say. Mm-hmm. And now... You put the title on your first. No, okay. Well, yeah. First, let's call him the first homegrown superstar mm-hmm. because Kenny Omega was made in Japan. You feel there me? you go. Um, uh, Jericho, no question. Moxley, no question. So uh-huh. your first homegrown superstar is the champion <laughs> finally, and you don't have him Should, on the first. Agree. Right. I don't get That's it. That's the stuff we be talking about. You ain't lying, brother. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't lying. <laughs> you ain't lying. Why was he there? You know, and, and I think because I'm thinking like, all right, 
if you would have put the title on him sooner, uh-huh. eh, it wouldn't have hit the same. And here's why. Uh-huh. Because you didn't have to go through the motions of the presser of CM Punk of the, you know, I mean, no, not that one. <clears throat> the uh, the flight, the flight gate. We're going to call okay. it flight gate. Yeah. Back it. during yep. uh, in May. I, I don't mm-hmm. remember all the names of the pay-per-views, but mm-hmm. during May, right? So because we didn't, if we wouldn't have went through that, right? That right. made him more valuable because mm-hmm. everybody was glued to their phones that weekend. MJF isn't showing up. Is he gonna show up? Then he comes in and literally does a job to uh, Warlow. So mm-hmm. now everybody's like, "Oh man, oh boy, this is real." Oh, I, oh, should I say the, the promo that he cut his pipe bomb? No, the nuclear bomb on Tony Khan. That <laughs> that's still one of my favorites to this day. Right, that, you know, about goodness gracious, a promo. So <laughs> all of that, and then he's doing press with guys like Ariel Hawani and different people, and mm-hmm. he's just like, "Yeah, man, you know, uh, I, I got my money, I got my money, and this, this, that, and the other." So all of that made him more valuable, made his stock rise. Sure, he would have been a good champion beforehand, just because you know you saw the feud with Cody and everything, mm-hmm. but but the fact is. Everything he kept doing made him more valuable. And then you finally put the title on him, even though his moment was stolen, right? Mm -hmm. Thank you, Dennis. Even though his moment was kind of stolen because of CM Punk's uh, tirade. Sure. And then you don't put him on (laughs) on anything. Like, bro, imagine. Could you imagine... If the night after WrestleMania, 14, I knew it. <laughs> I was Stone saying, Cold Austin wasn't, wasn't there. on TV. Come exactly. on, or the night, we, we're in Survivor thing. Series season. We're uh-huh. in Survivor Series season. You imagine if the night after the Survivor Series '98, when because this is a perfect analogy, right? right. When Vince McMahon and then pulled the uh, wool over everybody's head, and the Rock became corporate Rock. You imagine if he said, "Oh, y'all went to Rock. Y'all get him next week." No. There was no reason he should not in those days. There's no social media or YouTube or nothing. Exactly. So I don't understand why wasn't MJF on TV. It doesn't make no sense to me. Well, you know, this is these are the kinks that we're, you know, that we're patiently waiting for AEW to iron out. But um, Mm -hmm. we we said quite a few positive things about AEW (laughs) and and Hook is still a gangster. So Mm -hmm. Keith, if if you feel if you feel like you want to sign off, but now this is the time you can do so, Um, (laughs) because at this point. I'm becoming nauseated with saying so many positive things about AEW. Psych, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just joking. No, but um, okay. We, so, we need to. I want to see a debate with you and Keeks on the wrestling round channel. You went to her home. Now she got coming to your house. No, we're gonna Ooh, we're gonna set that up. Boy. We're gonna set that up because because we. It cra- I'm gonna tell you the crazy part. When I was on Keeks' show, she was waiting for me to be so combative, and I wasn't. I just express. I just express how I felt about. The, the reasons why I think I would enjoy AEW that much more than I already have. And that mm-hmm. was kind of, you know, that was kind of the backdrop. But this time, she's got to come to the room so we can have these type of discussions. And we got to get down to the bottom of it. It's Pepsi time. It's, <laughs> yep, it's, it's Pepsi time. It's time. It's time. It's Pepsi time. Yes, sir. But um, he's drinking at death. Hey, look. <laughs> His soda Wait, is look, terrible I, for I, you. I'm down 50 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> this is the zero one. Mm-hmm. It, it don't matter. It don't matter. Just like I, was, the, I was gonna say you good, but brother, he said nah. The caramel nah, crazy lattes. Look, I, I, when I saw, look, I, look, I turned to the side and I ain't see a moon. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait yeah. a minute. I looked in the mirror. I turned to the side. 
I, I he said I didn't see a moon, not a sun, not a, not the planet Jupiter. He said I didn't see a moon. I'm not I, fooling with I you have guys nothing. tonight. I have nothing. I'm not. I'm not fooling with you guys tonight, brother. It's Thanksgiving. No, uh, wait till my birthday. Oh, Hugh, I'm gonna need a birthday shoot. Oh boy! And I'm bringing the belt. <laughs> right, listen, <laughs> right, like brother, you kind of knew this was coming. I think hey, we all. Bro. I think. I think we all knew it was coming. But Man, you know, look, I had to do. I'm happy for you. Deserve it. I'll be crying tonight. <laughs> right. That's all right. I tried. I tried to do a little bit of workout today because I know what's about to happen tomorrow. So we'll, we'll stay. Be listening. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. But uh, uh, on a scale one to ten, Brian H, what do you give AW Full Gear? Eight. Okay. What about you, brother Hugh? Scale of one to ten, what do you give? You, uh, know, what's, you know what's crazy? What's that? I, I didn't even see AW <laughs> Full Gear. This right hey, here. This right bro, here. This this why this 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 why I love brother D. Yeah, right? I said it. I said it. I don't care. <laughs> I'm saying something. You see how I got through it though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's, 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 there's there's always there's no kayfabe here. Um, you know what, Dennis? I'm glad you brought that up, Dennis, because I was about to mention that till Brownish made one of those good points that I got distracted. What's that? <laughs> he, uh, Dennis, just said that he thinks that F- FTR should have been seen more. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're being lost in the shuffle right now, and the crazy part is, it's ironic because we spoke on this last week. Is that tag team wrestling is kind of hot right now, but not because of them. And I know that's something that they they really were passionately valuing in AEW when they first arrived. And it seems like they're fighting for that spot once again. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, only time will tell. We'll see how a uh, how FTR kind of evolves who they are to kind of make tag team wrestling to the level they want to be. Like we, we we've we've talked about a million times why tag team wrestling will never be to the to the extent that it was in the eighties that they wanted to be. But you know, we'll, we'll, that's another conversation for a different day. I was about to say it's definitely that uh, that old school gimmick. That's that's kind of crushing them right now yeah because you typecast yourself and you're stuck yeah. you know what i mean and you, and, you know they're gonna be I a rampage they're defending it. the uh belt okay. the roh titles against, i mean they've uh, dante they've, martin and his brother i feel you they've had them for who knows how long but yeah, i'm not i'm not sports entertained so it is mm-hmm. what it is they have another show i who knows and uh, who who knows but we got to get into the survivor <laughs> series gentlemen um scale scale to one to ten aw full gear I give it a drop solid, in the comments. Y'all look, I give it a solid, I give it a solid five and a half. Okay. <laughs> I get you know. <laughs> I, I guess they get the half a point from me because I was there. Yeah, I mean, because I I <laughs> I know it would have that extra half would have probably been there if I saw it live, you know, mm-hmm. that experience. And I think that's, that's one of the things there. I think that's one of the things that AW does very, very well is that live experience for fans. But um, moving on to Survivor Series, gentlemen, let's get into this. So, <laughs> so we got like Survivor cool, Series this year. <laughs> like said, they they had a run, then boom, gone. FTR versus Briscoe's crazy. Damn, I sound like Cornette. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just like, I love hey, the chat, okay. man. No, it's they invite they y'all keep friends, the show. man. It's the place to I'm be. Glad. It definitely is, mm-hmm, like especially mm-hmm. late. You got nothing else better to do. You want to listen to some stuff. This is the time mm-hmm. to do it. Um. Look at Brother Hughes. I mean, uh, uh, Brother Rod. Someone some show some respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those who are listening, I'm... <laughs> exactly. <Hey. laughs> that's the sound of a super kick. Um, but let's let's get into Survivor Series, brothers. Like I said, mm-hmm. we we talked about it for the last week or two. New concepts, Survivor Series, War Games. Uh, I believe last week we spoke about what we thought about you know implementing the War Games concept adapted by NXT from WCW. Years ago, and 
Let me ask you this first, Brother Hugh. Um, what are you expecting from it? Let me ask you a question. Is the War Games matches supposed to be the main events? I think anything Roman involved, that should be the main event, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. At least, I, at least the Roman I'm one, ass, yeah. I'm assuming so. Because um, there's, I don't, there's, I don't know there's the nothing else really on, on the card. Well, let's let's be. go over the... Yeah, I, you're absolutely right, though. Let, let's let's go over the card real quick so we can mm-hmm. uh, just... It, as this is as of right now, this recording, you know, we record on Wednesdays and we uh, it's released on Thursdays. So we, we there, there may be some things added um, by the time SmackDown is recorded, but this is what we're looking at so far: um, the Bloodline with Roman mm-hmm. Reigns, Jim, Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, Sami Zayn, and Solo Sokoa versus the Brawling Brutes, Sheamus, Butch, Rich Holland, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens in a War Games match. Uh, we had the Women's War Games match with uh, Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss, Oscar, Mia Yim. I think they changed her name back again to Mia Yim instead of Mi Chin. Mm-hmm. Um, Chin is the nickname. Yeah, that's like Uncle like Allen. Um, what, what is Machine that? Gun. It, it's it's Korean for it's it's crazy in Korean. Yeah, her you mother know, used to call her that. Mia Yim is is a uh, half African American, half Korean. So, uh, oh yeah, I, I knew that part, but I I just didn't know. There was some confusion on the show where, like, half the people were calling her Me Chin, but Corey Grace kept calling her Me Yim, and then he mentioned her as Me Chin. I was like, I know True is on the headset, so what's going on? And then they changed it on the website, and then they changed it back. Hey, you be the, you be respectful, Roger. We ain't doing that. What do you say? Oh, oh see, man. there you go. See, they stop it. Um, <laughs> not repeating that one. Um, anyway, she was almost our sister in law. Uh, <laughs> Okay, uh, <laughs> Bianca Belair. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, you go and get your TRDA shirts. <laughs> exactly. Take respect for Friday. Friday. It's, it's, it's right. Inside, of, check out episode three for those details. Episode oh, three. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, all I know is I text. Bl- I text Blake a long time ago. It, it was a picture of him, me and him, and I and I sang the song in the phone. I was like, reunited, and it feels good. <laughs> Ooh, baby, <laughs> and you know, but <laughs> hold up, y'all. Mark Henry, Mark Henry just low blow big show. He's like, Man, I can't do nothing with this dude. Man, forget this. That's what I like. Old school storytelling, just kicking him in the you know. Oh, oh, real quick that's, before that's we get there, you, that's what you like. Something uh-huh. that happened. I don't know if y'all saw that's, it. That's really what you like. <laughs> no, no, like See? just because the, the idea, the story behind that, right? Is trying to concentrate, yeah, he was like, to break Save his title. <laughs> Right. By any means, uh, Hold on, did y'all straight. see the video of Moxley <laughs> after the show? No. So Moxley, you know, he got knocked out with the the uh, brass knucks, right? Yes. He's laid out. I wish I would have recorded it, but I was too busy. Well, no, you know, marking. Out. I did see. I didn't watch it, but I know what you're referring to. Yeah. So he comes out there, mm-hmm. and uh, no, the Blackpool Combat Club come out there, and they like wake him up, and he's like, "What happened?" They're like, yo, you got knocked out. Wait, what? You got knocked out. Regal gave him the, are you kidding me? And then he's like in his full Moxley stick. And he's like, no, nah, man. And he's like, dude, you're not the champion no more. Like, you just, you obviously can't hear because it it's an arena, but you see all this. And he's like, what? And I was like, yo, that's how, like, I like yeah. it. It's supposed to be. If you lose to a knockout, don't roll out of the ring. 
stay laid out for a while. That's so, WWE sauce. That's I'm telling you, man. That's a WWE sauce. That's, that's like Kevin Owens getting hurt at a, at a at a house show. They knew it was going to spread. They knew it was going to mm-hmm. go to the dirt sheets. So that means that that house show that was not televised, he he walked out there like he was hurt. Like that was all strategic. Exactly. I'm gonna refer to the greatest WrestleMania, WrestleMania Nine, when no. See, Mr. Perfect got knocked out by Lex Luger after the match, and he was out cold. And then finally, Luger celebrated. He went to the back. Perfect woke up. Was like, whoa. Oh, he hit me with the L and he ran and chased him. Like, that's the type of stuff I like to see. I mean, but yeah, because I saw it live, I had to bring it up to the show. No, that makes sense. And if you want to go back even further, it uh, happened with Andy Kaufman and uh, Jerry Lawler. I remember yeah. Jerry Lawler said that Andy Kaufman got hit with the uh, pile driver. Yeah. And, he, and they were like, all right, Andy, it's over. And he's like, no, I'm going to lay here for a while. And he like yep. purposely laid there. And it's like, the man, territory show, didn't you? I did. That was a good one. <laughs> it's so good. And uh, it's really so good. good. And Andy Kaufman, he and, and Jerry Lawler was so shocked that Andy got it. As a mm-hmm. performer, he was just like, he was like, no, call the ambulance. He's like, dude, it's going to cost us money. He's like, I'll pay for the ambulance. Don't worry about it. Like, mind you, this dude's supposed to be knocked out in the ring. And like, while they're trying to check on him, he's giving them instructions to do these things. Yeah. It, it helped it helped propel uh, that Memphis territory as well as Jerry Lawler to that main mainstream uh, spotlight, especially during that time in the 80s because of just, uh, you know, what they were able to do. Just understanding that psychology of selling it to the, to the audience and uh, knowing that it's going to carry over to uh, what eventually, you know, would be something very infamous between Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman. But it's something that we see today, like you said, in regards to how Moxley handled the situation, like you said, after he got knocked out. Like, mm-hmm. the show wasn't over as soon as the lights went on. He understood mm-hmm. that there's a live audience here, there's camera phones here. And I think that's one of the best things about this generation of talent is they understand that. We're like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. We know that they're still watching us as this ends up. So that's a great point, um, Ryan H. But yeah. We'll- oh, whoa. That's, this, see, this is what I love about doing this show. There it is. When people give you like that firsthand perspective, you know, Dennis, uh, shout out to Dennis King. He's saying he grew up in Memphis, for those listening. Uh, he grew up in Memphis, and that Andy Kaufman, Jerry Lawler story was big, fellas. And, and, and that's the thing, because I, when I watched that, I was like, I, you know, call me a mark or whatever. But for the longest time, literally until like recently, I thought like that whole thing was sort of almost real. And, I mean, you know, I thought it was kind of like a one, you know, a dis- like, you know, um, with uh, who's the guy from who slapped the TV dude? I thought it was sort of like that, right? <laughs> oh yes, uh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. I know from exactly. The 80s. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I thought it was sort of like that, and that this all took place on like late night television. I didn't realize mm-hmm. like that was like the big story and everything. Well, you got to remember this is before uh, professional wrestling was nationally syndicated. Like mm-hmm. you know, Vince was just getting into that like thought process, right? And yep. you had a territory getting national attention because of of a celebrity that it got involved. So uh, it, it it was a big deal. So I mean, that's that. It's once again you look at, you know, as as much as things change, things stay the same. <laughs> so, but um, but yeah, just to continue with this card, uh, Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Oscar Mia Yim, and someone to be determined versus Damage Control, Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky, along with Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley in a War Games match. Ah, I'm not sure about damage control. Um, but yeah, we'll get back. We'll get to that in a minute. We also mm-hmm. have the SmackDown Women's Championship. We have Ronda Rousey, who is the uh, champion versus Shotzi. Yep, we all know how this is going to go. This is this is this is what I call an opportunity match. This is an opportunity for Shotzi to be in the ring with greatness. And oh, the lights too he, big for. Uh, that's what it's that. That's what it is. <laughs> it, will the lights be too big for? We're gonna it's, find it's out. Like, it's like Tamina's first um, title elimination work. chamber. Two thousand. Yeah, it, it, it didn't go over too well, and she like disappeared for like twelve years. I love mm-hmm. Tamina though. Um, 
AJ Styles versus Finn Balor, you know, two former Bullet Club leaders going head to head, the head of their factions, the OC and the head of the Judgment Day. And we have the United States Championship, which seems to be the most intriguing matchup. United mm-hmm. States Championship, Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory. Now, gentlemen, there's so much we can say about all these matches and we don't have time to get into everything um, ahead of time. But let's start with the War Games match. Um, do you feel like that the bloodline is at a disadvantage? Because this is a match that, as far as I'm concerned, none of these guys have ever been a part of. Whereas on the reverse end, you know, we have uh Pete Dunn and Obichi and Kevin Owens have both been in mm-hmm. war games matches previously in NXT, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that it's it's an obvious advantage, but uh, early in the show, Brian H, you brought up um some dynamics, some dynamics that we have history with because of the infamous uh, feuds between Kevin Owens and El Generico. Most people don't know who that is. That's Sami Zayn. And yet they're on opposite sides of the fence once again in this War Games match. They're best Mm -hmm. friends. They're better enemies. And now these guys are going to go toe-to-toe in a match with two rings, a lot of metal, steel, and two cages. Does the bloodline come out on top in this situation? There's a lot of people that don't like Roman in this match. Mm. And I, I'm I, not sure the bloodline can keep up with the muscle of the brawling roots, freaking Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Brian H. I think, um, first of all, um, it's like I've been talking about this match like on multiple different sections. Mm-hmm. And what you just brought up was something that I haven't heard yet. And that was the fact of the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that obviously like makes you look at it from a different perspective. That's why you come to the Wrestling Around Now podcast for that superior wrestling intellect. Mm-hmm. I look at the bloodline. Mm-hmm. This could be, you know, some people are saying this is where the cracks begin. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think they're going to be strong. I think they got the advocate, Paul Heyman. He's going to get them ready for this. And they say, well, what about Paul Heyman? He's, 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 he'll get them ready. But I, I do think um, somewhere along the line the brawling brutes there's going to be some conflict because you don't trust kevin owens right now granted sure. he yep. is trying you know he he wants roman next mm-hmm. so it's been a couple years but still you just don't trust him sure i don't think I, I, if any you know people say well what about him and sammy look they're gonna fight forever but i think at the end of the day mm-hmm. sammy knows who his tribal chief is mm-hmm. sammy when he was with kevin owens what was he doing they was riding in coach he's riding first class now He's the honorary Usi. He's Usi. And he's going to be Usi enough. And I think the bloodline will be successful in this one. Um, I think, yeah, it, it, you know, it's just, I just, that's how I see it. I see the bloodline winning. Uh, I do think, you know, it's cool. It's a lot of storytelling. You mm-hmm. go back to Survivor Series 2015, mm-hmm. it was Seamus who cashed in on Roman, you know. Uh, to when when Sheamus cashed in after Roman beat Ambrose in the tournament after you know so it's a lot of stuff but I don't I don't see Sammy uh, changing I think you know he'd be like a difference maker and right now quite frankly it's a lot of money in Sami Zayn with the bloodline you know he's the, the, the money they're doing on house shows that's a beautiful mistake bingo that's exactly what it is and you mm-hmm. look at the year he's had right mm-hmm. um that match with Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania shocked a lot of people and Big in time. ways. He like is getting rewarded for that, mm-hmm. you know. Brother Hugh, does experience make a difference, or does the bloodline reign supreme in his first ever War Games match at Survivor Series? I think 
this is an opportunity for the bloodline to actually take an L. Really? Do yeah. tell. This is this is why I like this show. These brothers always bring in different perspectives. So this is I why mean, we had these type of conversations. Go ahead. You think about it. You got the tag team champions. Okay. They're on top of the world. All right. You have Roman Reigns, who's on top of the world right now, and mm-hmm. you know, in the wrestling industry. Who are they going to lose to? Have they booked themselves into a corner? Is this what I'm hearing from you? Hey, yeah, basically, yeah. (laughs) Okay, but but if you gotta think too, it's it's um it's opportunity to invent multiple storylines with this. Okay, Mm -hmm. well, say for instance, I'm looking at it, just giving y'all a different perspective. Sure. Mm -hmm. If the bloodline takes an L, Mm -hmm. I see there could possibly be like a miscommunication. I'm, I'm with you, brother. Here, keep going. You're talking good, brother. There could possibly be miscommunication. Mm-hmm. You always have that that uh, Jay and Sammy beef that See, you can, there, there that it you is. can go with. Uh-huh. You can also go with Jay and Roman. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then there's also all right. So, well, whatever happened was did Sammy do on a purpose? Yeah. Because his best yep. friend is 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 KO. It's speculation. Right. So then on the other side, you got to think you have at least three people mm-hmm. that's coming for the WWE title. Oh, man. It's getting good. You have Sheamus, McIntyre, and who's the other dude? I'm thinking of him. A KO. Kevin Owens. Yeah. Right. And they so, all they all go after Roman. Like, they're not looking. <laughs> they're not right. worried about the Usos. Absolutely. Uh-huh. So it's like they could, I don't know who gets the pen, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that could cause some type of turmoil. When they get their W, that can cause some type of term turmoil between mm-hmm. those three. Oh, nah, well, because of me, you know, we wouldn't have won if it wasn't because of me. Or it wouldn't won because, you know, because of so-and-so or this or mm-hmm. that, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So then you have a three-way battle going on that way. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But they they all still beefing with Roman, right? It's still it's still all connected. So it's like it's so many different storylines that you can get out of that. And this is just from the bloodline taking an L. Now we didn't even talk about the bloodline get winning. Mm. I'm not gonna get into that because Brian pretty much touched on you know the winning portion of it. Sure. But honestly, I don't see the the bloodline really doesn't need this W. Ah man, they, I just got. They, they don't need it. They don't need I, it. You know, I I thought like I see where you're going because you know what took me back to was the uh, earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why I want to call that pay per view backlash, but there's been an influx of people into the chat, so you guys are talking crazy right now. <laughs> Shout out to uh, the official Wrestling Wild Black Sports Channel. I think that is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just joined in. Uh, shout out to my guy Dylan Matthews, all the way coming from across the pond. Um. Oh, he said, "Do it in Montreal. That would be crazy." Hey, that, that's, that's, that's where Elimination is, Chamber dude. is. There it is. Yep. But it, it was um when it was the Bloodline versus Drew and Randy Orton and uh Team our Team RK bro. Mm-hmm. That's that was the time when I thought, if anything, the Bloodline might lose, and they didn't. Right. I just it would make sense for them to lose. I just don't think they will. I won't be surprised if they do. But I, I, mm-hmm. I'm you know old school baby. The heels at the end. Dude, yeah. I, I'm gonna tell you how crazy this. You guys have uh, brought us some excellent points, and I'll say this: at my original thought 
has gone left field talking to you brothers is because now especially after what you said brother like what you said makes sense brian nature and i was like okay i'm there that makes sense and that's a very sensible thing to say because that's that's like a possibility it's real right Mm -hmm. but brother hugh it almost seems like the wwe (laughs) benefits more from the bloodline losing more than it does than them winning and you say well well, how's that possible it's because at the end of the day like you said it moves it moves a lot of storylines forward because it can go either way mm-hmm. right uh if the brawling brutes lose you know they, there's these dynamics where oh you know you have too many guys focused on roman that you know jay uso and solo and sammy find a way to find you know to, to be cunning enough to to pull off a win but then you know it we at what point do we see the evolution of the bloodline right all empires grow but all empires fall at some point right mm-hmm. we saw it with the nwo we saw it with dx and we're going to see it at some point with the bloodline and it's like man maybe them losing this match while protecting roman of course could be the reason that you know it, it opens up opportunities for Roman not to be booked in such an unstoppable way because you got to move the story forward somehow, right? Yep. And it seems like, man, I all those scenarios that you guys both name, I'm like, man, I can see all those things happening, right? Mm-hmm. If if the bloodline does lose, it could be because Jay overdid something, or Jay's fighting with Sammy, or somebody <laughs> misstepped, or you know what I mean, somebody didn't protect Roman when they should have, or you know, would have like uh, you see a scenario like. Uh, Drew McIntyre but takes out it. Say the, they take out everybody. Only people that's left is Drew McIntyre and Roman. And Drew McIntyre gets up. He goes for a Claymore. Sami Zayn gets it away. Takes the Claymore. Uh, Jay Uso sees it. Comes in late. And then Jay Uso gets hit in the head. And then they lose because they hate. Like, there's so many scenarios you can go. And it's like, man, it seems like, man, they, they might need to lose in order to move, to give themselves more options to move forward so they don't get booked. in Because right now it's like, well, how do you make Roman lose? Like you can't because he's the almighty champion and you don't want to lose that. But at some point, you know, somebody's got to do something to dethrone him. And uh, because you, it, that's why I enjoyed, and it's an example of what I saw on SmackDown when people were mad when we saw the matchup between Gunta and um, uh, Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Gunta began to take it to Braun Strowman and realized that he was like, oh, yeah, this dude's a monster. And he got up the ring and started running. Everybody's like, why is Gunter running? I said, yeah, because he can't book himself into a corner. You got like, to humanize him. That's the issue we had with freaking Lance Archer and AEW. I told you all the positivity is gone. Said, yeah, <laughs> you, had to, you know what I mean? Like, at some point, he's got to be. You can't make them super unstoppable unless you're going to put the strap on them right away because it's like now, they, like, that's, that's for Hogan. That's for Andre. Like, guys got to have some type of weakness somewhere because it keeps your stories interesting. And like you say, you don't book yourself into these corners where you're like, okay, this dude is unstoppable. Now, how do you realistically have him lose? And you can't. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one of the situations where we see the same thing. So I think this is going to be a fun matchup. We got to move on. And here's uh, the thing, though. Remember, mm-hmm. there's a press conference. Yeah, that's the thing now. You, you imagine if the bloodline lose... They're not going, you know, Roman already. You remember what he did at uh, Crown, not Crown Jewel, um, the, over in England. Oh, the UK. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But if they win, I mean, there's that too. Was that, was that so, Clash of the Castle? Yeah. yeah. Acknowledge you know, me. I acknowledge exactly. you. All right. Good night. Have a good day. And he got up and yep. left. <laughs> I was like, oof. So, 
Yeah, it's it's a lot, man. It's it's it, that's what make it interesting because what they've been able to do with the bloodline, mm-hmm. as far as giving us them every week, and Sami Zayn, like just when like all right, this could start getting stale. Boom, they inject something else into it. First, it was you know like Sami Zayn, then Solo Sokoa. So it's like they find them ways to keep us interested, mm-hmm. and. Like this Roman Reigns title run, and like you know, shout out to uh, John the Snow, and he did a piece on the Ringer where he interviewed Roman. Roman said, "Look, I'm in the second quarter. People want this to end." He said, "And one day, 20 years from now, when they're doing documentaries, we'll tell the whole story." But he said, "I'm in, I'm in the second quarter of the Super Bowl." Yeah, like he is, and and not having, believe it or not, I can't believe I'm saying this. Him not being there every week has been benefiting because he's still doing it in a way like you still like, oh, Roman's watching. It you makes know. sense to his character. Yeah, like it's you not like mean? Brock, where Brock was not on TV. Just one of them. Yeah, <laughs> Roman is still there. there. Like you don't realize it, you know. And then his presence is still there. Yeah, yeah. And, you got the like, Uso scared. Hey man, hey hey, big homie coming back next week. He gonna know what we did. <laughs> like it, you, you're absolutely right because he sends out assignments. He sends out things, and it's like, and they can book around that because you got the yep. Usos that you know can can work around anybody and of course Sami Zayn so it's like their stuff plays out while Roman's away and it's like now you have these two different stories where you have mm-hmm. you have when when the boss is there you have the mm-hmm. boss is not there this is what you saw in modern day storytelling when it comes to, to, to cartoons and, and, and comic books right yeah. it's always the big boss and there's when he's there it's one thing and yeah. then when he's not there and there's this moment when he sends out the goons to handle business mm-hmm. and there's always conflict either they don't accomplish what's supposed to be done or they do in his ramifications, or they do and they run into a hey boss, we had a stumbling block. And he's like, it's just so much, it's just it's old school storytelling. I'm having a lot of fun. I was about um, to say he's he gonna be the last person to enter the cage, you know that, right? He became of he, is. He, be, he became <laughs> a, a supernatural being, just like Undertaker mm. at WrestleMania. He did though, it's weird. He, like he this became, one-dimensional Roman. Yeah, so like what other way to 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 like bring him to, to humanize him, but to give him an L. But and an L because of his people, not a because safe of L. L though. There right, you go. A, a safe L. It's because he so don't have like, his people in check. Right. Remind you, like, look, he's still here. He's still a, a man at the end of the day. There you go. He's human. Gods don't bleed. That's what they always say. That I think it said in three hundred. Like mm-hmm. I'm a god. Is like, yeah, okay. Gods don't bleed. And he found out. Sliced him. Was like, dude. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, yeah. I think even a, a Roman chase will be probably just as intense as a Roman. Mm-hmm. You know, oof. If especially if the, if the blood, if the can you imagine the bloodline costs him those titles in some way, shape, or form, and what mm-hmm. he's willing to do to get those titles back, and what he's probably going to put them do, and how hellbent he's probably going to be until he gets that back in that space. Mm-hmm. To me, it's just as interesting as uh, him him holding the title. But um, like I said, we'll be on talking about this all night, even though it's the main event. It's okay; we don't got to get into everything. But um, the, the 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 women's. War Games match. Uh, real quickly, I, I know you know women probably want us to kind of talk about this a little bit more, but you know I think this is going to be covered by uh, a number of wonderful women who cover women's wrestling to a T in a way that uh, we probably wouldn't even do it justice. But I will say this really quickly: Do you guys have any idea or any speculation who the um, the fifth member of Bianca Belair's team could possibly be? I said this. Uh oh, here it comes. Because they're announcing on SmackDown, it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be super high profile, right? Okay, um, sure. No, no disrespect to Becky Lynch, but if you waited till Saturday, it could only be one person, and it would have had to have been 
Charlotte. Sasha Banks. Really? Oh, I forgot about Sasha. If you, if you, <laughs> if you was going to wait in Boston, okay. it would have had to have been oh, Sasha. Oh, snap. I forgot it in Boston. But, so, so you're saying you don't think it's Sasha because they're not waiting now? Yeah. I, and I could be wrong, but I think. You sure they don't want to sell the marquee? You could, but look, I tell y'all this: if y'all going, if they do sell the marquee, you decide on Friday that you want to buy tickets to the Survivor Series, use the promo code Wrestling Realm on SeatGeek and save twenty dollars off your purchase. Um, that month that, that was sponsored what, by SeatGeek. What, what is it? What exactly is that? SeatGeek using the promo what? code Wrestling Realm, save oh, okay. twenty dollars. Okay, All right. but I think I'm looking at Becky, and, and Dylan said it best. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, or, or or Beth Phoenix, and and Beth would make so much sense because we mm. want to see Beth and Rhea scrap it out. You oh know, boy. it's a cool, cool way to do it. Beth um, in a war games match. Yeah, Ooh, it's like Mama and, and they all her daughters, and she's like mm-hmm. coming out to fight. But yeah, I think it because I just think anybody else would be a letdown. Charlotte <laughs> Flair would be cool, but in, in you know you you opening yourself up if you wait. If you would have waited till Saturday and let it be a surprise, it would have only had like you know, and that's the thing where, like, let's not have a Rey Mysterio moment at the mm-hmm. Royal Rumble 2014. Sure. You're so. just disappointed. That's where Rey left. Is, is Beth really needed though? Because mm, because probably not. Go ahead. The whole Judgment Day OC. Well, I I think that might be the I don't know like I here's what I'm guessing, brother. Here to answer your question. I think it helps kind of put a cap on it a little bit because you already mm-hmm. get AJ versus Finn, right? They're the leaders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you'll have like you have Rhea in the match. See, I don't know. See, it's tough. Cause I because you could say, okay, you got you got Beth to finally handle Rhea. She can't run anywhere you side of a cage. We're finally going to see her get what she deserved, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, what are you bringing me again for? Exactly. That's you know what, what I mean. That's, so it's like, I mean? and you're like, eh, so I don't know. Like, you kind of brought, you're bringing in me again to kind of elevate her, but like, hey, she's that important that we're going to use her to be the one to take down Rhea. You know what I mean? Because Rhea's hot right now. Mm-hmm. And, and like, as a way to kind of reintroduce me again and elevate her and bring her up, they're kind of like, well, you know, it will kind of be overshadowed a little bit. That's a good question, man. I don't know. That's tough. And I think that's, it's saying something for us intelligent wrestling fans to be stumped by such an idea that we're trying to speculate and figure out. What the angle is, especially when it comes to who this mystery person and why they kept it a mystery. I think that's the biggest thing I'm concerned about. Like, why have they? Would you guys be disappointed if it was Naomi? I wouldn't. I think, and now is it because you figure, okay, well, if Naomi's back, that means Sasha's around the corner, or you'd be like, oh, look, I'm happy to see Naomi again. Uh, well, it would be for me to be happy to see Naomi again. Tell the truth, and right? I was about to say, I was about to say, for me, I mean, I like, I was a fan of Naomi anyway. Yeah. So. I like the glow. I was I, I didn't mind it. Like people are like, oh, it's like, dude, that's a that's a that's a that's a spot. Like you you come to see the glow stick girl. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And, and, you know, and, and honestly, like it's it sucks that they, what happened with them. Cause you imagine explaining to a seven year old girl. Is that really a year ago, brothers? No, I said no, I said it sucks what happened to them. No, I'm saying but did, isn't that what they said though? Like, how long ago was that? Did that happen? Though? It was happening after uh, WrestleMania. Wow, that's yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's about eight months, six, seven months. Um, yeah. But like, like my daughter's like, when is Sasha and Naomi coming back? You know, it's like, uh, like I, like I can feel her pain because I dealt with this when Ultimate Warrior left. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I didn't know obviously like the way the business worked. But sure, like, of course, he, he was, was on TV, then he wasn't. Um, when Hogan was gone, and then next thing you know, he was gone to WCW. So it's like. 
That's how I, I felt when Macho Man got injured in WCW. He came he, back as team man. It's like, dude, why is Macho Man out on TV? He's one of my favorite guys. Right. You know, injuries, so, yeah. So, uh, but I would be happy to see um, Naomi. But I just think, like, right now, and Dylan has said Tegan Knox would be somewhat acceptable. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think so. I think because it's like, well, what's, I mean, the hardcore fans would know the story. Sure. You but, know, you know but this, this, this is a major pay-per-view. This is a major yeah, she didn't, premium you live know, event. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like, you know how Sasha and Bailey had their thing in NXT and then right. translated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tegan Knox and uh, Dakota Kai and them didn't really like, they had their thing. But it wasn't like the NXT. It was a lot of eyeballs on NXT the way it would be, mm-hmm. where it was before. Right. There's going to be a lot of upset people when Raquel walk out there. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, that's not worth it, bro. She walk out there. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> that's... Yo, when she, uh, when Bianca did a pose with her back, people was like, yo, Raquel better never do that again. She yeah. can't compete on that. No, like she just hey. shot Ooh. it on her. Like, sheesh. But uh, I, I mean, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I think the match is going to be great. First of all, women have always they have done well with war games matches. If you were, if you go back and watch mm-hmm. their war games matches in NXT, the ladies have always shown out. So I'm looking forward to it, man. I think it's be exciting chance. It's it's a great blend of of um of superstars in that match. Um, but I, I I'm excited to see who that fifth. I think well, I think that's not a more. True. You know, I think hey. that's what make it exciting though. Mm-hmm. Shout shout out to uh Kyrie Zane too. Oh yeah, yes. the first the first IWGP women's champion of the uh, yeah. New, New Japan Pro Wrestling Stardom uh event that they had. Yeah, see, Krista, this is what I'm saying though. Like you remember that, but how much of the majority of it? See, you're an intelligent wrestling fan, yeah. so you're going to remember that callback. But to me, the callback isn't what like the casual what, wrestling audience yeah. may not. Because yeah, they didn't that. do at that time, they wasn't doing a great job at highlighting what was going on in Orlando. Sure, to everybody else. Yeah, no, I mean that's yeah, it's it's tough. But um, yeah, at this point, you got to bring back Sasha. I forgot it was in Boston. <laughs> I literally forgot it was in Boston. So it was just like, yeah, at this point, you have to bring him. But back. you know what? They could and Sasha could come back and not be a part of the match. In all honesty, she could come back and face off against whoever like wins or something. You just never know. Didn't she do that last time? Like she came out at the end of something and she didn't really oh. show up at the beginning or whatever it was. That was she... the next day after um, oh, okay. Natty. You know, after Natty had that match after her father died, yeah, 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 she yeah, didn't yeah. win the title. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm excited. That's the part that's that's kept. It. I think they were very smart strategic for doing it this way because mm-hmm. um they they found a way to keep eyes on the women's product, which is excellent. You know. Exactly. And, um, but you know, Krista is still making a point. I think it's like, yeah, oh, she's definitely making great points, though. There it is. I'm sorry. Yeah. Same time, though. So it's it's that, love, and, it's, uh, and it's true. I think that's mm-hmm. very true. It's, it's that's, that's what's conflicting because it's like, well, you're not wrong. You know what I mean? Not at right. all. It's just like, but it's like, but it's like when you look at the habits of WWE, you're like, well, ah, it's tough to say. It's a toss up. Mm-hmm. But, um, but Speaking, well, I, I, I love Nikki Cross's gimmick, too, man. Yeah. I, I, I know it was random as, random as hell, but it's just like, no, it's whenever not. you see We're her in the promos and whatnot, and she's it's just nuts. like, she's just gone. She's like, they in a whole nother world. I'm like, bro, that they found amazing. they found a way <laughs> to make it work on the main roster because she was kind of dirty looking at NXT, but they kind of dolled her up yeah, a little bit. She's yeah. a little sexy. I was like, okay, yeah. I see you. Like Eddie Murphy. I see Who'd you. Who did you say that about before? You said that about, a little uh, sexy. Shayna. Shayna? N- me? Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you was talking about, but she had some like more more makeup, like a little bit glow. Oh no, yeah, she was a little raw in NXT, but like yeah. when they Ross, they found a way to make her look tough with her makeup, and I was like, yeah. okay, so not, that's how not... you, that's how you make it work on the main roster. Oh man, hold on, it's it's almost twelve o'clock, so I'm gonna give a quick shout out to my mother. Happy birthday. Uh, Happy birthday, Ma. Shout out to her. De- definitely drinking the Pepsi on this Mama. one. This is the reason why I like the Pepsi so much. Happy birthday. It's that good old day of November 24th. I know she got oh. the glazed ham and everything over there going in right now. I just hope you can get some sleep, bro. It's going to be it's gonna be fumes coming through the vents, brother. <laughs> You're like, bro, I'm trying to do show and you got like food everywhere. Jeez, now, hold on. Is that, the, is that my mama's biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> is, is that my mama's biscuits? Remember, no, no, no. They don't pass them peas. <laughs> them raggedy. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. I'm going um, back and watch that one tonight. Oh yeah, it's, it's on deck. You know this. It's Thanksgiving. You have to. But uh, it's Thanksgiving shenanigans. Yeah. Um. But it's 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 like I say it's. It's crazy that they've um, they found a way to keep it relevant. I love the attention to women's wrestling right now, and it's not to me. It's not women's wrestling. It's wrestling. Just the women mm-hmm. are part of the show, and that's the beauty of it. Of course, like I said, we had the SmackDown Women's Championship with Ronda and Shotzi. I love Ronda as a heel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Shotzi's probably going to learn a lot. Of course, I love Shayna Baszler kind of being uh, Ronda's kind of bully homegirl. They're like mean girls in high school. Bro. Uh, I would as a dude, I wouldn't want to run either one of them. Like, hey man, listen, I don't them? want no smoke. Calm down. <laughs> Chill out. I'm not here for no issues. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's a fun dynamic. I love their chemistry with each other backstage. So like, you're like, oh, this it's believable. <laughs> so it's like when you see Ronda, you see Shayna, you're like, yo, Ooh. get out, just just move over, bro. You know what the crazy part is? Hey, it's the guy. The, the guy. guy. The guy. The crazy part is Shayna does the dirty work for Ronda, but Ronda can fight, bro. That's the that's the big <laughs> like, dude. You don't need any help. Right, like, dude. That's that's the part. It's like, look. If I that's walk called protecting those, the money. If I walk past those both those girls, I'm gonna say, look, bro, chill out. I don't want no smoke. I'm just trying to get mm-hmm. past. Like, go ahead, but leave me alone. So you, you know, know what? I'm gonna go the other way. Like, look, yeah. man, look, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to get past. Way, yeah. Can I go past? I don't want no issues with y'all. But that's that's gonna be fun to see. Uh, Ronda is just Ronda. Like I've always loved Ronda. Ronda's female Brock Lesnar in my mind, as far as money, yep. as far as drawing power, as far as her name, as far as what she brings to. Uh, I she's think invested she, though. A lot of people like, but to get she on is Ronda. though. I don't she's know why. And, and you know what the thing is? These aren't squash matches like they used They're to be. They're not. Like and she's that's what's developing so and helped make people new stars. Exactly. Like dude, she's like, there every week. That's what I'm saying. Like she she had her baby, and everybody's like, "Oh, look at." Her. I'm like, dude, but she came back, and she's like fully, like you said, she's fully vested. Mm-hmm. She uh she helped make um she helped bring up Liv Morgan. You know, having those that having that whole feud. What is that? Uh, we didn't even talk about her. That could be a possibility as well. But mm-hmm. um, but uh, and and Dylan has a point. I think that Shayna Baszler is her mouthpiece, yeah. as quiet as it's kept. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she says her one liners. Shayna, no Shayna, get her. Shayna come in and say, "Let me tell you something." Why we out of blah blah blah? You're like, oh geez. Everything don't always have to be the same traditional. Got to have a manager, and you know. I mean, it's 2022. This is mm-hmm. this is what keeps it. It's got to be something on the show for everybody. But um, Shotzi, she better buckle her seatbelt because she's in for a long night. AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. I'm oh boy. purposely not getting excited for this match because every time AJ <laughs> has a, a fire matchup, it, it lets me down. For real? I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, bro. It's like when AJ's not trying, it's like, God dang, it's AJ Styles. But it's like, yeah. man, 
when he it seems like every time he has a matchup that's like meant to be like game changing, it never is. And I'm like, maybe it's because we're putting too much expectation on the type of I match it is. The last time they had their one on one match that, that was impromptu, it was really good. Maybe because we ain't have enough time to get excited for it. I, I love Finn and AJ. Well, because they were both hot in different areas, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I, I don't think they were even on the same show at one point. No, they not, wasn't. Not, not during they that time. Because somebody was hurt, so they had to, like, fly Finn in. I, I First of all, I love – I love. no, it was, it was AJ. It was AJ. AJ. Was, AJ, was, AJ, yeah. AJ, AJ had AJ. At the time, that's what, that's when everybody got sick. Yeah, yeah. Very white. And – um. <clears throat> <laughs> AJ Styles and Finn Balor's chemistry is off the charts. I love the matchup. I don't like it so much. Like, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I do, but like, this is a WrestleMania feud to me. This is like, this could be for the WWE Championship or Universal Championship. That's how mm-hmm. I look at it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And um, so 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 yeah, I I, I want to say I'm looking forward to the match, but I'm scared. I really am. I feel like if I just say I'm not looking forward to it, maybe yeah. it'll be unexpected banger. But come on, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, two older guys. One's 42, the other's 46. These old guys are killing the game right now. Uh-huh. You saw a red flare for it, it shoot. With these brothers, it is because they they're like aging the wrong way. They're going backwards, like Benjamin Button type stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think you just need a one on one storyline with those two. See, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying, it's, brother. I here. like this. It's, it's it's too I much going on saying. with Judgment Day and the OC. That's the part. Like I get it, but it's like uh, I'm conflicted, brother. Because Dominic won't get involved in that. Nobody likes Dominic though. Like I'm. <laughs> I love the OC and I love the fact that like my guys are back. I guess I, I just, I say that now. I'm just like, thank God. I never thought I'd see the day. Mm-hmm. And I just want them. I want this match to stand on its own. I don't want another, another OC versus uh judgment day. Like move the story forward. You know what I mean? Like let these guys have their own banger, but I'm afraid that it's not going to be that because I know they have obligations to the storyline that they got to move forward. You see what my conflict is brothers. Like mm-hmm. that's what I'm afraid of. Cause I'm like, okay, well, I want this match to be AJ versus Finn Balor. Bam. That's all it is. But I'm like, well, I think it's not about that. I think it's going to be like leader of the OC, leader of the Judgment Day. Let's move that story forward. And I'm, that's the part I'm just like, I don't want to get excited because I'm afraid that's what's going to happen. But, you know, AJ and Finn, they can do no wrong in my eyes. The leaders of the Buddha Club, too sweet. Um, But Don't that... It... Go ahead. No, never mind. Uh, see, let's see. Brother, I was, a... was Ray. No, I was about to say doesn't hey, Willie Brits. I thought Shout I thought Willie I heard Brits. somewhere that uh everybody New Japan, with us. That New Japan mm-hmm. has a show. All I know is Wrestle Kingdom, uh whatever number it is, the Wrestle Kingdom part looks a lot like the WrestleMania logo. So yeah. I was about to say, yeah, right. So I was about to say, will they even be there? OC? I, I listen to me. All I know is Carl Anderson, as far as I know, is still the never open weight heavyweight champion. And they mentioned it publicly on WWE television. I'm loving this Vinceless WWE era. I never thought I'd see the day. Uh, they call it Carl Anderson Machine Gun. They talk about him being a never like new. Like it's, it's crazy. It's like this Universal World's coming together. But I, I, I'm looking forward to it, man. Like I said, um, yeah, it looks like it's a show in uh, in in Cali in Hollywood. There you go. But uh, I don't see them on the card though. So. Yeah, uh, you see, uh, Dylan Matthews said Carl Anderson defends the never open weight title in December 14th, and AJ was in the video. I mean, oh, okay. Ooh. man, 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 man. It's funky. Can you, can you imagine uh, a WWE guy on the Wrestle Kingdom card along with an AEW guy on the Wrestle Kingdom card? And I'm sure, and I'm sure somebody from TNA is going to make their way over to the Wrestle Kingdom. 
mm-hmm. card. Uh, but I here, here's what I'm thinking. I'm really thinking that like <laughs> WWE's trying to make nice with the people in Japan because of uh, the expansion they want to do globally. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, we're not trying to take over New Japan Pro Wrestling because it's the biggest, probably the second biggest promotion in the world. Probably second to, I don't know what AEW looks like compared to New Japan. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Triple H is trying to make nice with the Japanese wrestling audience, or at least, you know, those who are working over there. Uh, he said it from the beginning when he first took over. Like he's he's real big on expanding internationally. He made that very very clear. Like it was blatantly clear. It wasn't like a speculation. It was like, hey, this is what we're doing. I'm like, and I remember he mentioned it before. Remember they did the NXT shows and and I believe mm-hmm. it's Kudukin Hall. I think they did it in when Kevin Owens went back and it was Kevin mm-hmm. Owens versus Finn Balor. And I was like, you know, yeah, you know, I remember they were talking about it then. And so then Vince kind of shut it down. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. So so. You know, Vince, you know, same old Vince. But um, like I said, Finn Battle, AJ Styles, I'm all for it. It is what it is. Gentlemen, yeah. United, United States Championship, Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley versus Austin Freaking Theory. First of all, where the heck do we freaking begin? Because first, and, I'm, and, and I got to assume that somehow Mustafa, Mustafa, <laughs> some type of, because they just keep throwing my man around. But hey, I, the internet people, getting mad. They're but getting mad. But on I'm TV. Like, exactly. I'm like, dude, he has something to do with the storyline. Like, he's not just being squashed. He is like, he has something to do with this. And I think that's the part that makes it exciting for me. I'm like, dude, I think he has something to do with this. And that's what's making this. It's, it goes back to what Brother Hugh had said earlier, uh, Brian H, is when it seems like there's not just these one-on-one storylines anymore. There's like, there's a subject. And then there's all these other pieces to the puzzle that has something to do with that one subject, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the United States Championship. Okay, Seth Rollins is Seth Rollins. That's the Joker incarnate, mm-hmm. right? Seth Rollins is, is an entity on his own. Then you have Bobby Lashley, former United States Champion. It's like, yo, check this out. I want my title back. Y'all keep playing on me. He's getting angry and angry by the moment, right? Then you got Austin Theory. It's like, okay, now I'm pissed because I tried to cash in for the United States Championship because of what the title means to me. And then Bobby Lashley, the former guy, you get in the way. And 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 then I, now I'm not able to get what I want. And then you got a guy like Mustafa Leaders like, yo, I'm the only one that's out here trying to work for these opportunities. You guys are, and, and it's just like, I can see this going a number of different ways. Uh, to what you said, Brother Hugh. And I'm just like, hmm. Austin Theory's new grizzled look uh, Ooh, yes. has gotten to a space where you know, um, he has just the, the uh, we were all concerned about like, well, what are you doing, Austin Theory? But this repackage of him. If he could just if he could just change his gear just one more time. <laughs> just really? one more. I'm telling you, dude, like he's, he's what would fine. you like to see? I'm thinking right straight trunks, man. Something a little more edgy, something a little more like straightforward. Like I, I it's nothing wrong with it. Same logos, but just the the bright camo colors is like, eh, it seems kind of camping to me. It's nothing wrong with it. Don't get me wrong, but this new he grew his face out, he's not so pretty anymore. He's mm-hmm. like, bro, I'm not the president. I'm the now. And I'm just like, I like you, young boy. You're talking good now. Like, Austin Theory is turning that corner. But it's it's a tangible way to do it, not this manufactured look. And we like the manufactured look. Don't get me wrong. It worked. And now they're like, he's like, that promo he cut when he lost the title or lost the money in the bank, it was one of the most honest promos I've ever heard anyone cut. And it made so much sense. That just it took it took us a week to get over the fact that he lost he lost the money to the bank briefcase. It's because him losing it progressed his character 
and his storyline. And that's what you always want because you don't want to get stuck. Cesaro wins the Andre with John Memorial Battle Royal and he got stuck. That was it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Austin Theory loses the Money in the Bank briefcase and it has him losing has pushed the story forward. It pushed his character. It evolved who he was. He went from being one guy to another guy. And it's like, Trillich is like, okay, I, I see what Vince wanted to do, but let me just give you my version of what this is. And once again, by golly, George, I like Trillich's version um, just as much, which makes him make sense. That edginess, brothers, gives me, makes me feel like he has a shot in this match. Because before, I was like, dude, why, why would you put him in this match? He's going to get destroyed. But mm. his recent grit and determination and straightforwardness is like, oh, no, nah, I'm convinced now. Brian H. <laughs> I never thought about the gear change, but again, you know, I'm a, if anybody's going to say something about gear change, you know, I know I, 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 you got a point, but yeah, this, um, this is a match that I could see going either way. Like you can make a strong case. Now you say either way, what are we talking? Cause you got three people in this match. That's the thing. Right. Okay. And all three of them could easily win because this is for the richest prize on Monday night. Raw. And that's how it's been books on raw. Mm-hmm. Had Lashley, he was the champion. He just got out of a match, a war with Lesnar, and he's mm-hmm. pissed off. You got Austin Theory, he's pissed off because he just lost his money in the bank briefcase. You he's know, embarrassed. bingo. And now you get another opportunity. You like, you know, it was single swim, and I think he's swimming without it. He's not getting kicked to the back like Baron Corbin. He's yeah. not getting tossed around like Otis. Mm-hmm. Like he's, you know, that loss is probably going to be the most beneficial. Money in the bank loss in history. Yeah, I said it. Then you have Seth Rollins, who wants to be the guy, the marquee guy. He's proven like he is the, the top baby face on Monday Night Raw. Now he has this opportunity. You know, he's got to go out and defend his glory. So it could go either way. I, I think Rollins retains, but I could see either one of these guys winning. And I love what the fact that Austin Theory doesn't feel like Alberto Del Rio in a program with CM Punk and John Cena. He doesn't feel like just that third person. No, nah, he, he he looks like he belongs there. Yeah, big time. Brother, he what's your take? It's, it's very similar to Brian's. Um, I'm thinking we're definitely going to get a strong showing from everybody. But at the end of the day, Seth Rollins is going to come out on top. Um, why? Why is that? It's it's right. It's the only I I would say because Lashley has this new edge to him. Mm-hmm. He came out evil after that Brock that Brock Lesnar. Uh, <laughs> 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 like like let's be real. He, he came out about evil. Brother. He came out on some whole new type of mess, and yeah. it's like, do you really want to see that with the title? Like, do you That's really need that with it. the title right now? Right, and, yeah. and you know Seth Rollins is the man. He does no wrong, right? Sure, now. of course. Yeah, and Big he just time. changed his new gimmick. He changed his gimmick again, and mm-hmm. he's he's basically the face of Raw mm-hmm. again, you know. And then Austin Theory, like you said, he, he hey, he he's 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 on a whole new level right now. Right. The only thing that plagues me is like, who's gonna take the 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 pin? Mm. See, there you go, so brother. Then, Once again, so then that's that's why I was just like, look, if you had somebody safe in there, like you mentioned Baron Corbin, right? If you had somebody like Baron Corbin in there, mm-hmm. but even to him, he shouldn't. I don't even think he should have took that loss on on Raw. 
if you're trying if you're trying, uh, to, if you're trying yeah, to if you trying to build him up the way you was trying to build him up, man, I don't even like Brent Corbin. Exactly. You <laughs> he shouldn't have took that that, that loss. But mm-hmm. if you have like a Mustafa, I know it's it's uh it's is easy, it's it's easy to see it, but it's just like look, all right, well, he can take the L, but everybody else is still gonna look strong. Sure, mm-hmm. yep, 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 yep. You know, now the yeah. only way I can see like maybe Bobby Lashley, maybe. Maybe the hurt business comes back. Who knows? I I think he takes an L real bad, and I can see MVP saying, "Look what you look what you've become." Yeah, because I, 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 I getting angry by the minute, brother. To to see, to your point, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. So yeah. I see something else for Bobby Lashley. I just don't know what. I'm hoping it's the hurt business. Also, mm-hmm. theory. I still don't know what's going on with him. Like, what's next for him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins is just looking for. Dance partners at this point. There you go. To put over, you know, because he yep. is the man. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, look, all right, it's whatever. Nah, man, that's yeah, excellent points, by the way, good brothers. This is what you guys do. Uh, but it's it's man, it's a, it's so many interesting dynamics, and it's like when you look at the card, like when I remember when I looked at it before we started the show, I I didn't even look at it that way, and just now after going through, I'm just like, man. I'm sitting there having a show. We we supposed to be talking about it, changing other people's minds. Like, you brothers got me sitting here changing them, changing my mind. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm that much more excited after having this conversation about watching Survivor Series. It's because there's so many layers to it that mm-hmm. I didn't really really analyze until you guys have said all these things. And I'm just like, man, this is why we do this every week. Like, forget everybody else. This is for me too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, it's crazy, man. It's, it's crazy when you put it that way because it's like, it, and I think with Triple H in charge. He is so fan centric when it comes to trying to produce television and produce these moments for us in wrestling history that it's uh, it's not as predictable and straightforward. And it's like it's exciting to watch. And that's probably the that's what I want to feel going into this Thanksgiving holiday a few days after Thanksgiving. It's uh, that Saturday, um, Thanksgiving, that Thursday and Survivor Series that Saturday, along with all the other wrestling that goes on this weekend. I'm like, OK, I think I'm ready. I think I'm, you know, ready for these moments. And it's just like the anticipation builds because of these conversations. And, you know, I'm just, this is, this is once again, here, here comes the guy, Brandon, the guy, guy. He adds another wrinkle to the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. He says, Seth is the face of Monday until Cody comes back. That seat is reserved. Um, I mean, as of right now, we like okay. Wh- how, how do we how do we handle the situation with Roman holding both titles? But they have been very strategic about making sure that those I don't even want to call them mid card titles, those secondary titles almost become like they're, they're the face of your show. Because yeah. if Rollins may not be the world champion, but he's the face of Raw. He starts in the show as United States champion. That's empowering for anybody that has that title. Same thing with my man Gunta. Mm-hmm. I know it's difficult because Roman probably shows up on SmackDown more often than he does Raw, but you know, Gunta is the guy on SmackDown. He is everything is built around what everybody's chasing after, and that's that intercontinental championship. That's why they have the SmackDown World Cup. That's why they have these things. Uh, and it's this a is why that he was eat, but it's going to potentially get buried. Yeah, I mean, it's the, the, the rumors. I don't know. Like this, they, they, they were saying Vince was going to send him back and bury him, and other people said no, Vince didn't have an issue with him. But guess what? Uh, Triple H kind of took over just in time. Sorry, Vince. <laughs> not to, I'm not praying on your downfall, but <laughs> no, <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm just like, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm glad you're gone, but eh, well. no, nah, no, nah, baby, that's for somebody else. No, nah, DD, that's for somebody time else. Now. 
We're gonna keep you right where you're at. Tribulations time there, daddy. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, gen- uh, gentlemen, that's that's for the most part the card for um, Survivor Series. Is there anything that you guys want to see on Survivor Series? Anything they haven't announced as far as uh, matches are concerned, or, or things that you say? You know, I would love to have this added to Survivor Series. No, keep it the way it is. Okay, so they, they've they've gone pretty simple. They haven't like overloaded their cards like AEW. AEW like puts like fifty matches on the on their shows, and I get mm-hmm. it because I, I do it with my fig fits. I try to make sure I try to like if I'm writing for the audience, mm-hmm. I want to make sure it's a good card all the way through. But sometimes, man, yeah, when you take the focus so much off the highlights and put it on the storytelling, it seems to be working. But correct me if I'm wrong. I had one question though. Yes, sir. Bray Wyatt, what's up with that? Listen to me. I was going to mention that. I was like, listen, now the survivors this is over with. See, this is why the brotherhood is always the brotherhood. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say, hey, man, did you guys notice what the heck happened with Bray Wyatt? Let me tell you this off race. <laughs> I love the fact mm-hmm. that he is feuding with L.A. Knight off breaks. Mm-hmm. That's genius. Hey, yeah. It is genius. First <laughs> of all, L.A. Knight is already a star, right? Shout out to Hagerstown. He, Eli Drake was 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 struggling, right? And it's like, dude made himself so relevant because he slapped the wrong person. First of all, he got his get back on Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt crashed his party. He's like, hey man, listen, I don't know what you think you got going on. LA Knight is ridiculous. That, that we, it took us some use to getting it, used to his name, um, but it was better than um, Max Dupree. So it's like, LA Knight comes back. He has the issue with Bray Wyatt. He gets his get back, and Bray Wyatt goes, hey man. <laughs> this next decision that you make is going to affect you the rest of your life. Make the right decision. If you make it peace, by all means. And Ellie Knight slaps him again. I said no. <laughs> and he was, and he just was bragging. I love the Ellie Knight character. I love it. And I was like, dude, nobody was ever expecting Bray Wyatt to sit there and 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 that'd be like say his first feud or his first like you know interaction because it's like it's such a main event, like. Uh, character, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he's got to work with people, and it's like, okay, well, who who else is as hot as Bray Wyatt right now? It's got to be Roman, but you got You kind of got that locked up. I was like, man, I wonder what people think about him working with LA Knight because LA Knight can deliver on the mic. That's the one thing he's good at, and also he's a new face. So if he gets beat up and he loses, there's no shame in it. You know what I mean? It's not. A, it's not gonna be a burial to lose to Bray Wyatt, but it's like, man, this is our first sign of seeing Bray Wyatt get back in the ring. And I was blown away with first of all what what LA Knight was able to do and I was like this dude made a horrible mistake but brother Hugh you 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 alluded to it brother what what do you what do you think is going to happen next with Bray Wyatt and do you think he'll be involved with Survivor Series in any way shape or form that that's the question I had I mean I remember last time we talked about it um I said something along the lines of well Bray Wyatt he doesn't even really have to wrestle that's the way it seems now. Not on the level that he's on right now. Right. He doesn't have to wrestle for a while now. But his character's not built on wrestling. Right. You know what would have been crazy? It's just, you know, <laughs> for like war games. Mm-hmm. If he would have came out and had a war games squad just with all of his gimmicks. <laughs> Dude, that would be freaky. Like that would be freaked out. That would be might... crazy. I mean, is is he not? Uh, you know, would would he not come out there like that? Just being in the ring? I, I don't I don't know, but I'm just I'm nervous like, now. Hey, yeah, like I don't I don't know. That's why I, I was just kind of like alluding to it. Like, what can we expect from Bray Wyatt as Survivor Series? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yes, brother Brandon. Brother Brandon asked if something happened to LA Knight on SmackDown. As a matter of fact, oh, it did. 
Yeah. Uh, I, uh, later that night, um, after LA Knight had a chance to make peace, where well, he slapped him, and he said, "Look, man, hey, I got my get back. I want to make peace. Let's call it a day." And Bray Wyatt said, "Okay, let, let this next decision be the best decision you made in your entire life." He slaps him anyway. He thinks it's funny. I wanted to do that all night. I slapped you twice. You dumb. You fell for it. And they found LA Knight unconscious backstage. <laughs> it was stuff all over him. I was like, "See, you cracked open a can of worms. That's that's the last do you want to mess with right now." He's got a lot going on. And you uh, you, you forgot a, p- a pivotal part though. Like he had the interview. Yeah. yeah. Did you had- see? Yeah, he had the interview. Um, with the young lady, mm-hmm. and then as he opened the door to go outside or wherever he was going, mm-hmm. the <laughs> production boy, woo, WWE production. Oh my gosh! But uh, was it was it Uncle Howdy? No, it was uh, Bray Wyatt. But the the, the mask. Yeah, that mask. That is that is that considered the Uncle Howdy face? Like I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't think it was. It is, but I guess it is. But. All you saw was the mask in the background. There you go. Everything yep. was black, and you That's saw creepy. a figure standing in the background with that mask on. And then you turn back around. They doing the interview. They turn back around, and he's gone. Bro, that's some schizophrenic stuff, dude. He walks out the door. And then they come back, and then that's when they found LA Knight, LA Knight on the just floor. Knocked out. Like, brother Brandon, go back and watch the segment. It's, it's, it's unreal. It's like, great. I'm just like, dude, this is re- the, Bray Wyatt's duality character is gone. Like, he's like, there's so many things I want to. He's like trying to behave himself. But like, we're, we're seeing these voices in his head, like, through these Titans. Like, we're, we're, we get a front seat to what's going on inside of him because he's all these characters. Yeah. And it's like, he doesn't even know it. And he's like trying to fight the urge to be these things. But if you push him too far, this is some stuff straight out of a horror movie, but it, it I, really I'm, is. I'm loving every last bit of it, dude. I I am just like, you can tell Vince McMahon would have never let him do these things oh, yeah. before. Oh, yeah. He's Vince having fun. Vince would have been made him wrestle a match at Saudi Arabia, all that stuff to Goldberg. Like <laughs> he he would have he would have made Bray Wyatt do a couple of firefly front of houses or something, and just say, "Now you got to wrestle because the fans want to see you wrestle." That's what they come to see you do. You're an excellent wrestler. See that. And just the way that he's slow walking, just his character development and where he's going with it. He how long has he been back? He had step foot in the ring. It's what a couple months now, right? I mean, since Extreme Rules, right? And this is like wow. Yeah. It's, it's it's amazing to see. How he has learned, not learned, but how he has been able to captivate the wrestling. Because, you know, the wrestling audience is very impatient, right? Mm-hmm. And, yet, and yet, here we are. We are locked in. And just like that whole chase down this um, this rabbit hole as we follow the right rabbit and who killed the world, it's the same thing. Every week every week that Bray Wyatt gets on that microphone and speaks, every week he makes a promo, every week we, we see a flashing, we're going down that same rabbit hole. And I'm like, dude. We as uh, uh, we don't be like, bro. Now nah, I'm not doing this, and then you're like, now nah, I gotta watch it. Like, nah, I'm not doing it. Nah, I gotta watch it. <laughs> you know what's crazy? It, those questions have never been answered. Ever? Who killed the world? I'm still trying to figure it out. Who the heck? Is, who's the white rabbit? Bro, I, I I don't know what's going on, but guess what? No mention of the white rabbit nowadays. We're we are there. It was. It's like we were the live action <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, dude. And I'm like, yo, how did they pull us into this foolishness? And yet. We're we're all too old to be going down these rabbit holes, and that's exactly what we keep going every week. So, cool. look, there it is. Brian H is playing the music. Yeah, that's just uh, <laughs> no. He just. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Would have been creepy if Brian H came back with that mask on. They would just. Right. 
I'm like, all right, well, ladies and gentlemen, we had, we had a good run. This is getting too creepy. It's too late for all that. We're getting out of here. But uh, no, that you know, it's it's. I, I think Bray Wyatt will have his presence at Survivor Series in some way, shape, or form. I don't think and, it's a match, though. Yeah, and, but yeah. see, it hasn't been. So who cares? That's the whole. That's the crazy part. Is we, we don't. It, it we don't care about matter. his wrestling, right? Like who, man? Like that. We'll get back to that. We know he wrestles. Uh, but yeah, brothers. Um, do we get a reveal though? My fault. I'm sorry. A, I'm a reveal of what? No. What, what do you What do you mean? A reveal of what? Uncle Howdy. But Uncle Howdy's in his head though. That's the whole point. He's not real. <laughs> Uncle Howdy's not real. But head. is he? <laughs> we're watching. We're watching what's going on in that man's head. When that stuff comes on those screens, that's his own thoughts. Right. That's his. That's his schizophrenia. We're looking at. That's not that's, real. That's what you think. But he proved it because Uncle Howdy had the same mask that that dude had on a beat up LA night. We know what the heck happened to LA night. He slapped Bray White. He didn't slap Uncle Howdy. He slapped him twice. He slapped him twice. And he, and he thought it was just as funny. He's all right. smugging. This he, and that and he, he I said, no. Oh, God. No. No. Now's not the time to do that, bro. No, now it's not the time. <laughs> oh my that. gosh! And, he and killed, I was like, he killed the, he killed the, the with his uh his facial expressions, bro. Mm. He is good. <laughs> that boy good. Man, that boy good. Ray White <laughs> is different. Bro. He is like he he was in that ring. Like this is this acting chops kicked in. He like tried not to like kill Elliot. He's like I am finding every urge in my body right now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, like hey, bro, I believe you. <laughs> Something you like, you ready to lose it. Make sure you make the right decision, man. <laughs> I was like, uh oh, that's what and, makes him right. so good, yo. bro. And then LA Knight slaps him again. I'm like, what are you doing? He's nuts. Like, you, we, we're seeing the images that's going on to say, Uncle Howdy. Who the heck is Uncle Howdy? I know one thing, just like, like, like Brother Hugh, you said that mask was right there in the shadows. They go back to it, it's gone. You slap Bray Wyatt, you ain't slap Uncle Howdy. Bray Wyatt is fighting something on the inside of him. And every time that screen pops up, we get a front row seat to what's going on in that man's head. We're looking at like yeah. paranoid schizophrenia. We're looking at this bipolar imaging that's like he's trying, he's he's admitting, like he's like in, in a walking counseling session. He's like, you know what? I've done wrong You're things right. and I can't right. I can't I can't say that I'm not mad that I did these things. It's like, dude, this is dude is admitting that he's okay with hurting people, but he's trying not to do it. Right, because he showed like, the paperwork bro, and all that. Remember, he showed all the paperwork be, and everything. He would be committed in any other setting, like, dude, is key because he will be potentially harmful to himself and others. He's an right? evolved version of Kane mm. from back ah. in the day. Whoo, that's and that's that's amazing praise and compliments coming from you, mm-hmm. Captain, Captain of the Kane fan club, the Canaanites. Wow, it's cool to say that now, just like that. <laughs> Just like that, I that mean, was just that was it, off the top of your head. I'm not, no, he that's what he called himself. They called him. Remember like, the one time when uh, when him rocking and, and, and uh, the other guy said his name, yeah, Hogan. Oh, it was all the back. You, you're gonna hate on Kane, hey Hogan, but you're rooting for Kane. That he is the biggest Kane. oxymoron. Hey, look, first of all, I told you before, <laughs> I like Kane, the character. And there I like go. Hogan the character. I don't know Terry. Same person. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, same person. 
Same person. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. He was just so boring to me. Like I got like his matches and everything about him was just so dry to me. Are you talking um, about Baker wrestler next to Daniel Bryan? You talking about Hogan? Yeah, yeah, man. Like he was just dry. That's what man, he paid me for. Hogan. The one thing, the one thing I hated that he always did was that daggone Hulk up. And I was just like, "Look, bro, I'm gonna turn oh, the TV off." Money maker, how? I, no, bro, exactly. it was just it was when I was little. I don't, I don't know why you pulled that belt up. Like that's supposed to be a representation of Hogan, right. it's not. It, it, that to to you, Brett the Hitman Hart and Shawn Michaels own the title. First of all, Hogan bro, right. Hogan was the first one to wear it. And he so. stole he it. No. Hogan's face he on it. Stole. No, he stole okay. it. He stole it. Mania nine. He was leaving anyway. He was leaving anyway. Hey, look, they had to go on an international tour. You wasn't going to sell an international tour with Yokozuna. I got news for you. They wasn't selling nothing anyway during the night, so it didn't make a difference. <laughs> they was hurting. They wasn't the, making no money regardless. In 93, it was good. No, they it started wasn't. hurting when Diesel was I, on that's, top. That's 95. Okay. <laughs> 93. That's exactly why Hogan left. The I was going to say it was good. I'd say it wasn't okay, as bad. Yeah. Yeah, Hulkamania wasn't running route, brother. After that, steroids. <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all hate on Hogan, man. You I'm know. not hating on Hogan, but I'm y'all just hate saying. On Hogan. But you, it, pull look, up, you pull up that strap like that was a representation of that Hogan. Right. I'm like, wait a minute. Well, it, it is. He, who was the first person to wear it? Hey, why you get so? But I mean, this is signed by Brett the Hitman Hart. I'm just right, saying right. That, that's who defined <laughs> that title, the Hitman. He brought it like he said, Hogan. He pulled out that strap. You better get that 1986 strap. No, nah, I'm good. You don't like it. <laughs> No, I like that six strap. Actually, like, I like that belt. I like the Andre, the Andre better. When did you meet uh Brett? Brett uh, hit me hard. And Bowie shout to Doctor D. He helped me root you, the line because Doc had a media pass. You did? Nah, you this was in two. This was in 2012. Yeah, it was like a couple weeks after when we was making that TNA run when Brandon talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Or when we met Sting, it was like around that same era. Okay, I was trying to remember what year. Cause he, maybe he came back again. He probably did because you know, I was actually Bowie working would always, then. Yeah. It was like probably like 2016, yeah, 17. Yeah, shout out to Flobo Boys, the biggest Bret Hart hater. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> it was funny because when we had FTR on the show, uh-huh. and, and they was like, you know, they said, one of them, we ain't gonna tell you which one, one of them is, is a Bret Hart hater. So I'm sitting there on a computer like this, right? Because I'm like writing down times and stuff. Right. So then, um, cash goes. I bet you it's Brian. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, he's, why like me? He, he, he's got his head down. <laughs> it was like, no. Evan was I like, no. Nah. I'm like, I'm the biggest Bret Hart fan on the show. Because <laughs> you know, them guys, man, they love some Bret Hart. Oh, like, yeah. He said, Bret, Bret Hart's their hero. Mean? What are you talking about? Do, yeah. do you remember, remember, remember Hall of Fame when uh, that, that yep. dude tried to hide the show? It's going to kill him. The cash wheel, which one is? It was... uh. Yeah, you see him walking out. He's like you said, bow. And he walked away. <laughs> and he fixed his jacket like nothing so, happened. Like you know, yep. whole heart foundation jacket. Or casually walked did, away. Did like, anybody see that? Did anybody see that? Bro, okay. I don't think that was an epic fight of the boys. Like I was like, dude, they don't never have that ever again. Like mm-hmm. that was that was an old school rally of the boys defending the business because they yep. <laughs> Harry Smith came out of nowhere and tore that dude up. They tried to. Put the cameras man, elsewhere. They good old dudes, but good old FTR stage. man. Good old right. FTR came out there. They defended that man's honor the right way, carried him off mm-hmm. and just said, "Wow, rocked right as shit." 
Shout out to feel, FDR for being a I gatekeeper. Feel for him when he got backstage, man. Oh, yeah. They, I'm a big show in that was ready to kill him. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm trying to figure out what he looked like by the time he, the police got to him. But <laughs> I, think, I think that guy's been banned from uh, any further WWE shows. But mm-hmm. brothers, it's been a good night. We're burning midnight oil. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone who was listening. As yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody in the comments and all the fans who have joined us tonight. Uh, you guys have flooded the chats today, which has been really, really fun. And we appreciate you guys. We hope that you enjoy WWE Survivor Series, NXT, whatever the show is called, HBK's uh, Finest. Um, and uh, we should come sh- back at the Survivor Series. We you know should. what? I, I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm not tired. Yeah, look, all right, well, look. <laughs> I'm trying, I was about to say some real wild stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say, but, um, <laughs> the the uh, the food fights. I'm I'm you know I was really never a fan of those. So do you so think we're gonna like, get one on SmackDown? No, I don't want it. I don't, I'm, I don't like it either. I'm I feel like we're going I feel, to. I feel, I feel like we're gonna get something a little. It something. was fun growing up in the Attitude Era. It was, but then but after a while, we came, with, we came yeah. UPN and it was free. Yeah, like, but then after a while, it's like, oh yeah, there's hunger in the world, this and that, whatever, whatever. I'm like, well, look, look at these dudes out here. Then again, it is. Then again, it is on Fox. It's free again, so <laughs> right. right TV, regular. Who knows? Fox will say, yeah, that's, that's getting a little, little turkey and some pumpkin pie throwing. So mm-hmm. we're probably going to see some type of Thanksgiving throwdown match or something like that on a right. SmackDown. But um, right. ladies and gentlemen, follow us on all social media platforms at Wrestling Realm. Subscribe to our Patreon, Twitch, and YouTube at the Wrestling Realm. Patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm. That's a nice t-shirt you got on TRDA brand official launch is take respect to fight adversity. 11, 25, 22. That's Black Friday, November 25th, 2022. The official launch. Take respect to fight Take what's yours. If you get tired of people telling you what to do and not giving you the respect you deserve, you got to take it. That's what TRDA is all about. Mm-hmm. TRDABrand.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, pre-orders, pre-orders for our signature hat will also be available. So, uh, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, this is they it. Sure, they're comfortable. They, aren't they? Yeah. Aren't they? <laughs> I, I work hard. I try to be trusted. We got so much more to come, man. But, I, you know, I've been working hard. I appreciate you, brother's support. Is there anything else you guys want to say before we head out of here, man? It's, it's, it's been a good time, man. It's always a pleasure. Hang with yeah. and everybody going to the chat. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for y'all. Thankful for everything. What a year it's been. Uh, so yeah, make sure y'all check us out on Patreon. I just dropped some exclusive thoughts. Um, and more than likely, there'll be some more stuff coming this weekend. Uh, y'all can also uh, once you finish this on Friday, I'll be on the Mass Man Show. Shout out to David Shoemaker and Cass. Uh, that was <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was gonna leave it alone. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. But yeah, make sure y'all uh check that out. Uh Brandon said he didn't get a shirt, he felt left out. Um besides you wear, brother Brandon. Yeah, he know the deal. Um and uh make sure y'all uh check out uh Seat Geek. I know y'all going to survive a series. Some of y'all wait till like me the last minute, go to Seat Geek and go up there. So Make sure you use the code Wrestling Rome. Save yourself some money. Trying to tell you it works. I've seen people use it, and they so told me cool. to use it. So it's pretty cool. I'm happy to be saving the people money because you work hard. You want to have nice seats, and you know they get you with the fees and stuff. So save twenty dollars. So that's all I got. 
Hey, you took everything. <laughs> hey, brother Hughes, anything left? No, like, good lord. <laughs> he the one that uh, you know, that, that that goes before you and take all the macaroni and cheese. Oh, that's petty. All the, all the generous big, when it comes to food. All the big scoops. Just like, come on, bro, you let me this little corner. I'm It's because I grew up in church and we had to be generous with food and stuff. Mm-hmm. Liar. <laughs> you used to be like four, you used to be like four months. Oh, ago, Dylan Matthews is the goat. <laughs> oh, we do. I'm about to send it to y'all. He's the goat. Shout out to Dylan. You'll Uh-oh. see it on the social media airways, but the Brotherhood got to see it first. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, with that being said. Pass the oh, peas like you used to do. Pass the peas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's perfect. I'm done. Houston, we have a problem. Yes!